0: Alright Lead Heads, welcome back to the Nordic Components Coffee Lead Podcast, this is episode 187, and uh, we're on the road again, on that dusty trail, headed down to, uh, well we made it, we're not headed there, we're here, we're in Texas, we're at the Beastmaster headquarters. The domain. The domain, is that what you call it? I don't know, I just made that up. Beastmaster domain, you call it the lair, <laughs> the Beastmaster the lair. We are with our good buddy, Nick Atkinson. Yes, buddy. Man, we appreciate you hosting us this week.
1: Uh, You're hosting me, technically. Is that what it is? You're just on my home turf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're the uh, mobile headquarters. But uh, we we got a fun week scheduled. Uh, We kind of kicked it off a little bit yesterday. We're going to be doing some night hunting with thermals and MVGs. And I'm going to be using the Nordic Components NC10, their new 308. Uh, rifle the ar-10 and uh, we've got all kinds of other cool equipment that we're going to be attaching to those to those guns nick's going to be using probably a couple of different things right
1: uh i'm I'm, i'll be using the cobalt kinetics gun that i hunt with
0: Use the is it the b-a-m-f it's uh yeah it's an edge the edge okay edge. and uh, we'll get into more about our equipment and uh, stuff like that but first we got to thank those who make this show possible Nordic Components, check them out at nordiccomp.com. You heard me just mention the uh, NC-10, their hundred eight. Uh, I do believe they've got that on their website now. Um, I don't know if they're taking pre-orders on it, but it should be uh, ready for purchase any day now. Check your local dealers, and if your dealers aren't carrying Nordic rifles, uh, ask them to get with their distributors, and uh, they can get those in for you. Uh, they're also, their pistol-caliber carbines are... <coughs> out and available should be any day now so uh, ask about those as well Uh, we've done some videos and some social media posts on that uh, in is ncpcc nordic components pistol caliber carbine (laughs) (laughs) a lot of c's in there Uh, but check them out nordiccomp.com our good buddies over at frontier tactical they are uh, in the process of starting to uh, manufactured their own rifle line with that Warlock system. Uh, they've been doing a media blast on Instagram and YouTube, uh, Facebook. I keep calling Facebook YouTube.
1: <laughs> you, you did that yesterday, too. Oh, no, we
0: did that uh, that Facebook Live thing, and I call it YouTube Live. So uh, They're probably owned by the same person, anyway. Didn't I don't it?
1: think so. I think Facebook and YouTube hate each other.
0: Oh, that, that's great, then.
1: That's why whenever you share a link, from YouTube to Facebook. You share a YouTube link on Facebook and it doesn't go, ever go anywhere.
0: Okay. yeah, They're all a bunch of asses for the most part. They don't like the gun community, but uh, we keep rocking the boat. But uh, yeah, so check out uh, Frontier Tactical, um, their new line of rifles using the Warlock system. Uh, capable of shooting, I think they're advertising like 90 different calibers from one rifle. So uh, go check them out, frontiertactical.com. And, uh, of course, they've got their um, traditional um, Warlock system where you can take your existing AR-15 and put their adapter on it and still be able to uh, go through that uh, caliber change. Uh, Modern Spartan Systems, for all your gun lube needs, gun cleaning needs, check out ModernSpartanSystems.com. I'm going to be using their accuracy oil on this uh, Nordic Components 308. So we're going to go through the uh, conditioning process of the barrel with their oil uh, as we uh, break it in this week. So these are the first shots that I'm putting through this NC, what is it, NC10, 308. Yeah,
1: NC10 what you said.
0: Yeah, 308. So Oh, look, we're I got podcasting. a little buddy. Hello, buddy. Here, you want to talk? You want to talk? Talk to the... Talk to the leadheads out there. Say hello,
1: leadheads. Say hello. <laughs> so that was Ripley licking the mic.
0: I got a I got a new buddy. A little uh, what do you call him? Yorkie. A uh, Yorkie. Her name is Ripley, like from Aliens. Ripley. You got it. Is that is that the name? Where That's the where that the name came, came, from? came from. Okay, because she's a little monster.
1: Yeah, she's a terrible alien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's your little cutie pie. Here she are.
1: I need to hook you up with Oshi. You and Oshi, you could be
0: like boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, My dog's a great Dane. I'm not sure that would work it's, out. Yeah. You're my new little mascot. Uh, X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. For the best, most affordable of uh, AR-5. I'm getting licked to death here. AR-500 Steel Targets on the market today. Uh, check out X-Steel Targets. They have some awesome reactive targets. They've got those Texas stars. They've got the double Texas star, the dueling trees. Um, they've got the um, different shapes for animals and different silhouettes. And if they don't have one that suits your needs, they can make it. So get in touch with Bud over there at X Steel Targets.
1: Honey, will you take Ripley? I, need to make a smoothie. Is that okay? I guess we can pause for a minute. No, that's all right. I can
0: edit to, it out. To smith-
1: make smoothies. No, we're good.
0: Oh, this will sound good. <clears throat> this will s- sound the good. In the smoothie podcast. will not sound good. The smoothie. Yeah, we'll pause for the smoothie. Okay. Let Low us problem.
1: know let us know when you're gonna start. Zzzing.
0: Actually I may just incorporate that.
1: Oh my god.
0: It'll just add more realism.
1: <laughs> I mean it's not fake, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. Glock the official carry of left hand of talking lead. And uh, I rock the forty cal. Uh, have you already busted my chops on the forty cal? Have you had had, think, had your turn to do that yet?
1: I don't know. I I think I'm over forty cal shaming because I just don't care. You can be gay if you want to be gay. I mean, it's mainstream now. <laughs> so
0: right. I like the forty cal. That's what I cut my teeth on. Trump and got
1: elected. You can say anything and do anything yeah. you want.
0: But it's yeah. not like I don't have the nine millimeters and all the other ones too. But that's just my that's true. My personal carry.
1: We have a Beastmaster edition coming out that we need to talk about. Oh eventually. yeah, eventually yeah.
0: Okay, Beastmaster Glock.
1: Yep agency arms Beastmaster glock
0: okay well talking lead just came out with their own uh their own glock version it's the knight's templar
1: i like it i saw it
0: <laughs> uh, uh our good buddy danny over at pack arms uh custom did some things to my slide and uh, he put like some dragon scale serrations and he put one of the uh, crusader swords uh cut into the sides and a shield and did some stuff to the barrel, but I've posted pictures on Instagram so you guys can look at that. What um, color is it? The barrel?
1: No, the the slide.
0: He he did like a weathered kinda like a silver kinda titanium weathered the, look.
1: I saw did I see it in the raw or did I see it finished? I can't remember.
0: I don't think I've actually shown it to you yet. I saw a picture. Yeah, you saw a picture, but I've got it here. I'll oh, show it to you. Yeah. I'll show it to you in real life. And the barrel is like a um not a gold color, but it's a deep bronze kind of color. Cool. Is what the barrel looks like. But uh, I'm going to have him carry those uh, serrations all the way on the rest of the slide. Okay. He just did it up on the front, but it'll look really badass if he takes it all the way back.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's what we were talking about. You, uh, The front of it looked really cool, and the back of it looked like it was a completely different game But Well, just kind of
0: like he stopped. He didn't yeah. finish it. So I'm going to give him to finish that on out, but if you guys want uh, him to do some work for you, give him a, a call or get him on I think they're on Instagram, Pack Arms uh, and I posted him or I posted him, I tagged him on all those posts that I've been doing so you can get in touch with Danny over there and uh, talk to him about doing one for you and if you've got your own design in mind, he could probably work something out too so Glock, check out Glock we were talking about Glock <laughs> yeah, we got off track <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, it kind of all tied in together there um. just Glock you guys know where to find Glock they're not hard to find and then of course all their awesome uh, swag and apparel that they have uh, they got coolers have you seen their coolers that they've got Glock coolers yes no they have their own coolers now it's uh. they light up they've got like a hole in the top that you can see through that's cool so you can see in the cooler and then it's got like this LED light or something like that
1: surely that's just a cooler that they're buying and putting Glock yeah, on yeah it is
0: I mean, it's another company I can't remember what it's called it's like Cooler Lit or something. Uh, yeah. Lit Cooler.
1: Yeah, yeah. They make a couple of different ones, I think. Yeah. I think I've seen a couple of
0: So we're going to talk about some hunting and uh, what we're doing to prep for our hunt this week and uh, why we're hunting this week. And to get into that, we're going to let Nick talk about that, so... We've noticed on a lot of the posts that we've been doing here recently, and that you've done, there's been a lot of not a lot, but there's been a few. Most people understand the reason. Yeah, I think if you get more than, hunting what you're hunting,
1: I think if you get more than a couple of death threats, it's considered a lot,
0: right? <laughs> so, yeah, I think more than one is a lot. But so this one guy, he, uh, yeah, he threatened to to kill you. Yeah, he, multiple
1: he, multiple people. He just flat
0: out just like, if I was there, I would shoot you. Yeah, for shooting that cat. I'm Not sure it's called it
1: work a cat, well, I mean it was a cat, yeah, it was a bobcat, yeah, it
0: was a bobcat but uh so let's let's talk about the importance of predator hunting,
1: so I mean there, hunting. yeah, there's a couple of different angles on it, you know, or a few different angles on it, obviously, predator environment hunting's been around for a long time, uh and in Texas there's no no limit and no season, you know it's open season year round, and for a few different reasons during the winter traditionally um you know going back hundreds of years people will shoot and skin varmints and then sell the hides because they you know all kinds of things are made out of clothing and whatnot and uh yeah i mean yeah. animal
0: skins have been used for right. weather protection for
1: right s- since the beginning yeah, since of the time beginning. Yeah. yeah um but you know uh in modern in the modern era you know i guess firearms era you know it's it's the same thing it's you know People have hunted uh, hunted them for their hides since then, or since before then. But anyway, we're talking about hunting with firearms, so that's kind of one angle on it. Uh, we don't unless per- you hunt with a
0: spear, <laughs> 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 right?
1: Uh, we don't particularly um, hunt them for their hides because right now the fur market is really really down, so it's almost not even worth the time. Right. Um, but I do it mostly thanks because to PETA. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. It's a lot of just the. I guess it's
0: guys don't give in to pita. <laughs> furs are good. Furs are warm.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of them. Right.
0: And then I mean, it comes. It just makes sense if you're going to harvest these animals. I mean, make the make the most of them.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, might as well utilize it. Might as well.
0: Might as well utilize their furs um, or skins.
1: But the reason that the reason that I do it is because I know a lot of ranchers and I work with a lot of ranchers and the. Uh, you know, the ranchers are of the mindset of anything that is not their livestock impacts their livestock, mm-hmm. right? I mean, even if it's rabbits, you know, because the rabbits are out there eating the grass that their cows could be eating or their sheep or goats could right. be eating. Right.
0: Didn't you say, like, four rabbits can eat the equivalent of one cow? I didn't say cow? that. I said you that somebody that? told me is that what seven, it was?
1: Rab- seven jackrabbits eats as much grass as one cow. I'm not sure I believe that. but Jackrabbits you know,
0: get pretty big.
1: They do, and, it, and that's all they do is they sit and eat. But, you know, I'm not sure. Whatever. But, you know, we're talking about predators mainly, and it's because, like, these bobcats, they can carry – I mean, they do carry off uh, goats and sheep, you know. Um, Small dogs. They have an impact on game animals like uh, deer. Yeah, they do eat small dogs. Um, They have an impact on game animals like deer and uh, turkey, uh, quail. So a lot of these game ranches want the predators gone because it's impacting their business because they're trying to market, you know, their ranch – for people to lease or people to buy hunts and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the, the ranching is more of it, you know, and coyotes, uh, have an impact on, on, uh, cattle and sheep and go, and it's not Chickens. even a lot of people say, you know, coyotes won't, uh, won't kill cattle or anything. Um, a lot of them don't, but whenever they get packed up, they'll start going after the calves or they're going after the, the, the heifers when they're birthing. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not packed up, they'll get out and they'll chase them and, People don't think of it on this angle, but when a cow is out there running, what's it doing? It's burning calories, right? Right. And Which a the farmer don't want it to do. Right. Because the <laughs> farmer or the rancher wants it to be as fat as possible when he takes it to markets because it'll weigh more and it'll bring more money. So right. when a dog or a coyote or whatever gets out there and they're chasing these cows around, even if they're not going to get them and there's no chance they're going to get them, it's costing the rancher money.
0: No. Yeah. So. Well, they could fall and break a leg or, you know. Anything could happen.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, it's 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 detrimental to their business, basically. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we uh, we talk about shooting hogs and everything like that. Hogs are a huge impact on ranching and farming because one hog can get out there, and basically the hogs will come out usually at night because they get a lot of pressure during the day. It's hot. Uh, and uh, they'll root up around oak trees. They'll root up out in pastures. They'll root up in cornfields. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get to the grubs uh, because they mainly eat roots and grubs and uh, things like that, but they do eat crops when they're... Nice,
0: juicy-flavored <laughs> yeah. worms and insects.
1: Which some people will argue that, oh, well, that's good because they're eating the grubs, which are eating the roots of the plants and whatever. Well, the problem is they destroy all the plants in the process. Right. So you can get... And uh, they're killing the
0: grazing fields for the, right. for the cattle.
1: Exactly. I mean, it just ends up being, like, giant potholes everywhere. In fact, uh, where we're going to hunt tomorrow night... I'll take you out and I'll show you a field. We can take some pictures of it and stuff that, uh, you can't even drive across anymore because the pigs have rooted it up so bad. And it it looks like, it looks like a world war two minefield, you know, just (laughs) like where stuff is blown up everywhere. and Craters. Um, so that's that's the purpose of shooting the pigs, and pigs are the same way as predators in Texas. There's no uh, there's no no closed season on them, and in fact, with pigs, it's like you can kill them by any means necessary. I think is what it says. There's something crazy like that.
0: Yeah, when I was looking up to get my license, and and I did get a license to do this hunt, even though there's not one required. Right, it could be for, it
1: could be argued either way, but it's just better safe than sorry.
0: Right. So I mean, it was only like forty eight bucks. So right. Uh, no biggie, and and that's all we're going to be hunting is we're going to be hunting the, the detrimental um, type of uh, right. wildlife. Uh, and uh, well, they call them uh, specialty hunt. Is that what it is?
1: Um, yeah, it's something I don't remember. Something they, like it that. Seems like it changes every. But it's year. for
0: coyotes and and fox and pig and right.
1: Yeah, basically var- varm- varmints like and pigs. Yeah. Um, and then there's the other angle. Okay, so there's the angle that a lot of people don't think about. Um, even less than the cattle running off calories and running off weight is uh, predators can overpopulate very easily and because like a cat uh, or a coyote, they're pretty much apex predator. they don't have any, you
0: know, they
1: don't have any natural predators besides man. And if they overpopulate, they decimate the wildlife. And then once that wildlife is gone, the predators actually start dying uh, from starvation. So they have, I mean, imagine that. Like, you're the apex predator and there's nothing to eat. Eat all your food, yeah. Right. So um, a lot of times. It's it's like
0: these keyboard commandos, and they go to the refrigerator and they eat everything in the refrigerator, and then they can't get out to buy new more groceries. (laughs) Right. So. Then they just start eating themselves.
1: If we don't. (laughs) Mom, go to the grocery store. Yeah. so if Damn they, it, mom. I'm out of Cheetos. <laughs> so, if they don't get hunted, uh, then eventually they're going to die, and it's going to be a, a long, slow, terrible death. And people say, okay, well, you know, before humans were around, you know, the earth balanced itself and everything. Yeah, I mean, it does, but it's not pretty you know it's no
0: it's not there's death involved
1: yeah i mean the coyotes like what these
0: what these uh these animal rights people will tell you is that you know the government will take care of them then the government will feed them
1: well the government actually (laughs) the federal government employs people it's a uh, federal trapper to go out and do exactly what we're doing right uh, they, they call the herd. Yeah. They pay trappers to go, uh, talk to ranchers. And if a rancher will allow them on their property, they go out and they wipe out the predators. And yep. that's, that's their job paid for by the federal government. Um, but I mean, you know, it's, so it's, it's, yeah. And the, they're not
0: videoing and filming it for your enjoyment. Like we are. I know. Right. <laughs>
1: um, but I mean, just getting back to the point, it's,
0: and we're not getting paid by the government. <laughs> we're saving your tax dollars.
1: Um, yeah, it would balance eventually. You know, let's just use coyotes as an example because everybody hates coyotes. I think, um, you know, uh, a pack of coyotes breeds, road breeds, and builds in an area, and they eventually will kill off all their food, and then eventually those coyotes will die of starvation or move somewhere else and do the same thing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then it'll start all over again. But They'll we're, just keep we're talking about you know? we're talking about that process taking. 20 years you know uh, because a coyote can live six to ten years just like a dog yeah and you know you got all the and and then they've got to die off they've got to kill out you know they kill out all the, the prey and then they die off and then it starts over well 20 years later you know ranchers don't have that kind of time
2: right <laughs> you know? exactly. if a
1: rancher starts losing sheep or losing goats and things like that you know uh I don't know nationally what the price is, but the price of goats in Texas is like $150 a goat. Right. And you're talking about a, a goat farmer basically having a thousand head. And I guarantee you,
0: know. you this asshole that uh, was giving you a death threat likes hamburgers. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you eats a hamburger a day. Right.
1: I know, mean, at least. So. yeah, it's, it's you know, so people just don't understand. I don't think the agricultural lifestyle yeah because they come the, from places where it doesn't the cycle,
0: you. the whole cycle. They don't understand the whole cycle. They're just seeing one little small, you know, right. time and frame of a huge, larger picture. Well, and, the ecosystem,
1: and and people think or uh, a lot. The common post is, why would you kill it just for fun? Okay, we're not killing it just for fun. It happens to be fun to go out and hunt. <laughs> I mean, you you can't tell me it's not entertaining to go hunt. That's why we that you know that that's why we like to do it. Right if. If it wasn't fun, we would still do it for the, you know, if as a ranching lifestyle. Uh, but it wouldn't be If know. it wasn't
0: fun, we would have died out many millennia ago because that's how we sustained and
1: Well, no, it's not that. It's uh I think if it wasn't just, fun, it would still happen and we would still do it as an agricultural lifestyle. It just uh yeah. it just happens. I'm just to talking be to the beginning
0: of time. Man's been hunting since the right. beginning of the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's necessary. It's necessary. It's going to
1: happen no matter what. It just yeah. happens to be entertaining. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs>
0: it's like, you know, God made sex fun and enjoyable, so go. we would do it. It's necessary. So we would do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. He made meat taste good, so we would eat well,
1: it. Well, and it's something primal about hunting, too. You know, whether you're hunting, like you said, with a spear or a slingshot or a firearm, it's just, you know, it's, it's, in, it's ingrained in us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll get off our, our uh, educational box now.
1: Yeah, it's not as not as fun to talk about.
0: And now we're going to talk about the fun stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk about the gear and equipment, um, the terrain, you know, everything like that that we're going to uh, be using on this hunt. So uh, last night we uh did a little practice run. You, uh, a little t- warm up. Took me out here in the in your backyard. Front yard. In front, yard. Your front yard, yeah. <laughs> your front yard technically. And uh, we did a little practice um fox calling. Mhm and uh, talk about that
1: yeah so we live on uh a few acres here out in the county and uh we actually you know what i didn't take you up to see the peacocks we have peacocks oh really yeah and we had chickens we lost all our chickens
0: because
1: uh, of the damn coyotes well we have a big problem with fox here yeah um, and fox i've seen a couple of coyotes on the game cam but they don't really come around i think it's because we have a lot of neighborhood dogs that run around yeah and uh the fox, I've, I think I've killed a dozen fox probably on my place. And wow. it's small, you know. So we went out uh, last night right after dark, what, about 7 o'clock? About 7, yeah. set up down in the creek bottom uh, with the Fox Pro and fired up a little baby cottontail. And what, about 11 minutes later, here comes a big old fat gray fox, and he was healthy. He was, he and, was. And uh, old lefty here. <laughs> Got his first fox. <laughs> got, was,
0: got my first taste of fox hunting. Uh, I was using uh, a ten twenty two.
1: Uh, yeah, that was a Magnum Research ten twenty two.
0: Magnum Research ten twenty two with uh, was it a silencer Co can?
1: Uh, no, that one has a Huntertown Arms twenty two can on it.
0: Hundred two. Okay. Yeah. Town. I mean, it was super quiet. We're using. Uh, I was using MVG and you were using thermal, right? And uh, I mean, that was that was awesome.
1: Yeah. So you're uh, the twenty two you were shooting had a uh, a Streamlight. Um, infrared illuminator laser combo on it so with your night vision on you can turn that on it's like a and, flashlight
0: with when you're using mvg but you can
1: only see it through the night right vision. yeah yeah and, because
0: i took it off and, and looked at it and it was just like hey these batteries aren't working no right. you're like dude you gotta wear your <laughs> you gotta
1: put the night, vision you down. the night vision on um so i was like i knew that it uh, it works out pretty good doing that um, on smaller properties and for smaller animals. I had my 223 out there just in case we had a coyote or a, or a cat come in, uh, a bobcat come in. And uh that fox took a took that a pretty good whack right tough. to the right to the middle of the chest.
0: He was tough so I I, I hit him just square on in the chest.
1: Mhm. From about well it was about what 35 yards.
0: Yeah, we're about 35 or so. With the 22 and uh he was down for so we thought you know okay good clean kill boom but then he started moving around and getting up and then he started crawling off yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah and he got so he he caught a two twenty three he yeah. got a he caught a, a sixty nine grain Sierra Match King by Gorilla Ammo right and
0: that that put him out so we were, you know I mean that was humane, was humane. yeah humane. I mean you know normally twenty two will take him out it just
1: you know that's another thing that I want um, that we can talk about kind of going back to the educational stuff
0: because um, this is an educational show we gotta yeah you know, i mean we're uh, here to educate
1: um a lot of people whenever they watch the videos that we post say that it's unethical or unhumane the way we shoot these animals and leave them or uh, don't immediately shoot them again in the head or something like that okay these people are the same people that go out and deer hunt and they sit in a, in a deer blind and they shoot a deer and the deer runs off in the woods and the the acceptable manner of deer hunting in fact the recommended is you let that deer lay out there and bleed out in the woods before you go look for it and yeah. there's a couple different reasons number one is you don't want to jump it and it runs off and then you can't find it and number two is the thought process is once that deer is shot um it's gonna die because you're it's shot in the vitals you know hopefully
0: all right and Pretty good shot
1: you want to let it you know, find a good spot and lay up and die. You know, you don't want it to, you don't want to stress it. You don't want to, you know, basically chase it to death. Right. And we're doing the same thing with these pigs and predators. You know, we shoot them and when it's a good hit, a good vital hit, we let them run off and die. You know, it's not.
0: If they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, A lot of times they just drop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times they just fold up like a lawn chair right there on the ground. (laughs) Right. And they're done. But, you know, it, it, so you don't want to just be out there just blasting away, bam, 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 bam. It's something that's already, you know, he's already hit in the vitals. He's going to die, and you're just making it worse because you're basically, like I said, chasing him to death. Mm-hmm. So people don't understand that, and, and it really comes into play whenever we get into a big pack of pigs. And you shoot one pig in the head, and it falls down, and then the rest of them take off running, you put good hits on them. Uh, and, if, you know, we go track them all down and find them and make sure they're dead. But on the video you don't see that. You just see a whole bunch of pigs getting shot and running around, you know? Right.
0: Cuz nobody wants to see the track
1: down part, you know. Right. I mean, it's pretty boring and it takes a long time sometimes. Well, maybe um, we should
0: do that just to show people.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we we can because we'll, uh, you know, we'll live stream it or something, but yeah. uh it uh, it 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 kind of uh I think people forget about the way people hunt, you know, whenever it comes to watching videos, they freak out, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like that bear video we were talking about, the guy that speared the bear and everybody freaked out about it. Right. He kind of acted like an idiot a little bit on video. He was a bit of a
0: douchebag about <laughs> it. But, but at the same everything time. Everything that he did was Yeah, I mean, it the way illegal. you hunt. Yeah. You know,
1: you, uh, you, he speared a bear, which is a legal method of hunting a bear, and it was a good hit. It was a hit in the vitals. It's and a clean hit, yeah. And uh, that bear took off, and it was dark, um, and they couldn't track him safely. At um, night, so right. they waited till the next morning. They went and found him, and he and he was dead. In fact, he was out of rigor. So that means he died. Went through full rigor and then full out of rigor. So that means he was dead for like sixteen hours. So yeah, he died. He, he died
0: know? soon after. Yeah. But
1: people are freaking out, you know, because oh, you didn't go find him and put him down, dude. You don't do that when some when an animal's hitting the vitals. You just let it die.
0: Yeah. You know. So yeah. anyway, well, so. the fact that he had a GoPro on the the spear and right, yeah, you know, it just. It yeah. I mean, just added that much more, I guess, gore to some people. That, yeah,
1: I thought it was a cool video. I you mean, know, if you
0: can't take those videos, don't watch them.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. It, and and if, stop watching them. And if you think something uh, isn't right, whatever, write your congressman. I guess get over it.
0: Yeah, write the <laughs> Canadian government because that dude was hunting in Canada. <laughs> right. Yeah, it wasn't even in America.
1: Right. So anyway, that's kind of. Yeah. I'll jump back off the soapbox, but that kind of that kind of yeah. gets under my skin a little bit whenever. People I got are, no. I
0: got no problem that. with the the hunt that he did. I just his whole attitude was a little.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was some people, some <laughs> just people, and, but douchey. here's the deal: some people react that way. You know, I mean, some yeah. people get super just, pumped about he's it. He just seemed fake, though. You know, he just yeah, seemed kind of rehearsed. He's playing, and fake it, playing and, it up a little bit. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Whatever. i would probably do the same thing if I spear a bear. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was nuts, man. He yeah. was like, he was like, from me to you to that bear, right? That's crazy.
1: Um, so what were, what were we talking about? Before so, we're talking I about know, so we're talking about again equipment.
0: So we're talking about the equipment. So last night we did the um, little preliminary hunt mm-hmm. you know, down here in your front yard, and uh, got me kind of tuned in with the equipment, familiar with the equipment that we're going to yeah. be using: the MVGs, the thermals, um, not only the head thermals, but we're three hundred eight mm-hmm. NC ten. We're going to have an actual thermal scope on it.
1: Yeah, it's a Trijicon uh, IR Hunter Mark III 60mm. So that you'll have one on your gun. I've got one on my gun. And then I've got a uh, uh, Trigicon Patrol 250 mounted on a helmet. So that way I can just look around and I can spot stuff coming in. Then we get on the rifles and uh, ID it and, you know, decide what we're shooting and when right. we're shooting it.
0: So to, today's going to be our first official hunt. Today's Wednesday uh where are we going today what are we going to be doing?
1: uh today we're going to go out to lano texas it's um i don't know it's probably about an hour and a half from me and uh, it's kind of right on the edge of what is the texas desert so right now we're in the hill country lots of green stuff around we get a lot more rain here lots of lakes um, a little
0: cold here right now uh, it's,
1: i mean february it's not that bad for february come on in yeah. the
0: 50s well yeah uh, i was expecting warmer weather for texas but.
1: yeah well it, it fluctuates uh Lano, it would be a little bit colder because it's more of an arid climate, you know, uh, drier, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get set up and cruise around a ranch out there uh, where they run a lot of cattle, and a mm. so
0: more flat land.
1: Um, no, it's pretty hilly. Is I mean, it hilly out yeah, there too? It's, it's it's not as hilly as the hill country. Yeah, uh, obviously that's why it's called the hill country. Um, Lano, I'm trying to think of what they called Lano. It's it's I guess on the outskirts of the hill country, starting to become um, you know texas desert
0: okay uh, in texas but, desert is it hilly or is it flat
1: can be i mean it, it depends okay uh you know you get up around like lubbock and stuff and it's just flat are we going to nothing. the desert
0: anytime this week
1: well Atlanta's hmm. as close as we're getting that's
0: close we're getting to yeah. that okay and so and it, but it's
1: uh it's sandstone um there's some sandy areas lots of mesquite trees like you see here around my place is all cedar trees right uh, up there there's no cedar trees it's all mesquite trees so it's just different different landscape and what
0: uh what are we what what's the predator that we're going to be looking for there um what's anticipated
1: so hopefully we can get on a bobcat um uh, so you can get one um i've killed off off that ranch i've killed three bobcats in four months i think okay so the, the odds of getting on a bobcat are a little bit higher than some places. Uh, you know, some places don't have them, and that's what people yeah. don't understand is they go out in the hunt and be like, why can't I find anything? Well, dude, they got to be there first. Right. You
0: know? There's got to be something for them to want there.
1: Um, I've shot a couple of ringtails off that place, which are really cool little animals. And um,
0: What's a ringtail? A, a ringtail artworks?
1: is in the it's in the raccoon family, and what it looks like is a giant squirrel – Combined with a cat, combined with a raccoon.
0: Yeah, it's weird looking. <laughs> yeah, so they're pretty cool.
1: And uh, some people say that there's not very many of them, but it just depends on where you're at. Some places are covered up with them. Yeah, and uh, they eat uh, they eat a lot of bird eggs. They eat a lot of uh, nuts and stuff like that. So uh, the farmers don't want them around because they'll ravage pecan trees mm-hmm. and uh, they'll kill all the or not all of them. They'll kill a lot of game birds because they eat the eggs. Right. Um, than out their populations, right? I mean, so they're uh, they're a varmint just like everything else. Yeah, and uh, they're overpopulated in some areas. In some areas, yeah. But yeah. and they're and it's open season. Uh, there's no close season on them. You can shoot them anytime. So in okay. Texas, um, let's specify everything that we're talking about is in Texas because all states are different mm-hmm. uh, as far as game laws go. It's like when uh, you
0: read a fortune cookie, and at the end of the fortune cookie, you say in bed.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going uh, to Texas. in Texas. Yeah. So uh, we'll probably get on a couple coyotes. The coyotes out there are a little bit hard to get on because uh, there's actually a bounty. Uh, coyotes are worth $80 a piece. Oh, really? In Lano. So what you do is you shoot the coyote, and it gets a little gruesome for people that don't understand the ranch lifestyle. But you cut off the front left paw, and you take it to the commissioner's office, and they pay you $80. Really? Yep.
0: Do, no, does my license cover that?
1: It uh, It does yeah well, let's get
0: some coyotes man Yeah, we we'll pay for this
1: trip <laughs> i've killed um in four months i've killed about eight out there so and
0: you you go turn them in yep for your money yeah
1: so. uh, i actually give them to the landowner and he he drops them off for me since it's kind of far from the house right um but uh so we might get on some coyotes we'll probably see a lot of raccoons um and they hate raccoons out there yeah uh, same and same reasons you know we don't have to keep justifying everything, I don 't guess, but it's kind of I mean you kind of get the idea of no, the, i mean we we've, we've kind
0: of gone over the reasons why we're going right. to be hunting, so um
1: yeah. so bobcats, ringtails, coyotes um coons, uh a little bit of everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean there's always not the potential. so many pigs um i've killed i think seven or eight pigs out there, so there's the potential to get on some pigs, but it's really thick uh country out there it's really thick with mesquite trees, so they're kind of hard to find sometimes, yeah. Um, but uh, there's always a potential, pretty much anywhere in Texas, to see a mountain lion. Uh, the, your odds of seeing a mountain that lion are awesome. like as good as winning the lottery. So yeah, uh, but mountain lions are the same way. There's no close season on them, and you can shoot them anytime. If
0: they're down so, this this close, then they considered a threat.
1: Yeah, I mean they're like I said, they need to
0: stay on up in there, stay up in <laughs> the mountains because the they're mountain lions. Yeah, they're, no, they're the Well, they're, they'll take a cow out.
1: Oh yeah. In a heartbeat. They're big. Um, A big one down here would be like 150 pounds probably. Yeah. Uh, They don't get as big as they do up north. They still
0: knock your head off with their paw. Oh, dude.
1: They kill you and carry you off for sure. Yeah. Um, And there's been stories of people out hunting and mountain lions stalking them while they're out hunting, you know? Yeah. Well, the... uh, It's like like, Bigfoot. The reason your odds of seeing a mountain lion aren't very good um, is because they're very elusive, for one. Uh, They're really smart, and their territory... One mountain lion's territory is 250 square miles. Wow! So one day he could be here, and the next day he could be in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, in reality, so dang, that's a big area. All right, so that's that's today. Uh, What about what's Thursday's plan? Thursday, we're gonna head up near Waco. And uh, we're going to hunt with... Wacky Waco. We're going to hunt with my buddy Zane, who's the rancher, which was on with us uh, a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, Zane's been
0: on the show before. And
1: yeah. Rich from Ultimate Night Vision is going to come down and bring some toys Rich for Rich was the with. quiet one. Yeah, Rich, R- Rich was the one hiding out in his uh, van in the street to hide from his kids. He's <laughs> hiding he from his kids. He wasn't saying much. And uh, we're going to go hunt uh, some property that Zane ranches, and he's uh, got some pig problems, so we're probably going to have some issues with pigs there. So we're going to get some
0: bacon. Nice.
1: What's going to be really cool about that hunt, uh, Zane hunts with thermals and night vision also, is uh, Zane's going to get in a uh, in cool. a paraplane that he's got, so it's basically a go-kart attached to a parachute with a big fan, right? <laughs> and uh, he's going to fly around in the middle of the night with thermals on and spot the pigs for us, and then we're going to go get them. He's
0: going to call them out, and we're going to get them. That's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. That'll be fun. So it'll be interesting. So
0: we'll have to do some uh, live video with that, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. If we and, can, uh, if
0: we can capture it with the darkness,
1: and we're going to try and film all this as as good as we can, and then and then create a YouTube episode to, to, for everybody to enjoy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. So Thursday we're we're probably going to get some pigs, pigs and coyotes, uh, and then Friday we're trying to work out maybe a Hilo hunt, maybe from a helicopter. So we're we're in the process of trying to work that out. But if not, then we're, what's the plan for Friday?
1: Well, we're not hunting the helicopters. We're not. Yeah, First we're not going to actually hunt the helicopters. We're hunting from the helicopters.
0: Pepper asked if we were going to be hunting, shooting helicopters.
1: <laughs> so we're uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna try and get up in a helicopter and do a pig hunt. Um, and that that makes for some really cool footage too.
0: Yeah, um, that would be awesome. That'd be but, great. Uh, but uh, if yeah. not, we'll. Uh,
1: now, we may try to go back at Atlanta. It just depends on weather. We're you good know?
0: if we have good success at one place we might go back yeah. to it.
1: Yeah, and it just depends on weather. A lot of the, a, a lot of predator hunting is weather based. Um, you know you want it to be cool and no wind. If it gets windy, then you're you're maybe calling some fox, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. Well, fox would be good too. But all right, guys. So this is uh kind of our, our prelim to our hunt. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna gear up and get ready to head out for the day and then uh, we're going to be back on and uh, give you updates on each of the hunts as we uh complete those perfect Uh, you got anything else you want to say
1: um i got a lot of things i want to say i'm not sure they're allowed to be said on your podcast though
0: absolutely man anything goes on my podcast we'll
1: talk about it later
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) all right guys we'll be back Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. Okay, lead heads, We are back for day two for our night hunt with Beastmaster Hunting, Nick Atkinson, here in... What, what's the name of this town lano this ain't lano
1: we're not in lano we're uh you're
0: in a county of like two
1: different we're in the uh unknown look undisclosed location undisclosed, in central texas another secret
0: squirrel location we're famous for that so um uh, today uh, as you guys heard from our our show uh, from yesterday we were in lano we did hunt
1: in lano and uh, we were there for like 10 hours we got there uh well we got there at like four thirty to eat some barbecue. Yeah. Five well we got there at five probably We
0: started hunting at seven twenty. We, we
1: were there for twelve hours. We didn't leave there till five fifteen AM. Wow. Yeah.
0: So a good solid seven twenty to five fifteen hunting. Yeah. And then of course the, the barbecue. you guys gotta go if you're ever in that area,
1: you gotta go to this place called the Coopers.
0: Yep. The best freaking barbecue ever.
1: That's pretty good. Go uh <laughs> You go line up at the outside the door, and they got a big pit that they open, and you point it at what meat you want, and they pull it off yeah, the pit. There's no
0: menu or anything like that. There's just a big pit. So you, before you even walk in the door, and you don't even want anything cost. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. Just, it was expensive, and I found out the hard way. You pay, You probably paid, what, $35 for that? Yeah, it was about 35 bucks for mine. <laughs> but uh, when it's sitting on that, it's a huge-ass grill, but when everything's sitting on that grill next to one another, it looks small. But, you know, after you get it in and you pay for it. <laughs> well, that's why you got to tell them,
1: wait, you can't just say that. You got to tell them, I want, you know, third of a pound, a quarter pound, a half pound, whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. So I didn't know that. I mean, I just saw you guys pointing and he was like, how, you know, how how big do you want me to cut this? And you're like, oh, he's holding up your finger about three, like that. Three fingers. Yeah. like three fingers, <laughs> two fingers. So he was just cutting along and uh, I got a little bit of brisket. I got a little bit of the uh, ribs. The pork ribs and the beef ribs. There, it's all good. And I got something else, too. I can't remember what it was. Oh, the beans. The mm-hmm. beans were real good. I took beans with us, and uh, they didn't get eaten. Where are they now? They're still in the truck. Oh, that's going to smell so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I forgot all about those. Yeah, we're throwing those away for they sure. may have fa- They may have fallen out at some point. I hope so. so. It might be a coyote chow right now. But uh, today we're going to be headed to uh, Waco, and we'll we'll recap our night from last night, and then we'll tell you what we're going to be doing today. So last night, good solid, you know, like Nick said, twelve hours. Uh, we were in Lano. The weather was uh, cold. The weather was
1: perfect, <laughs> but it was cold. Perfect zero wind. Put all it this night way, long. it
0: was it was colder than what I prepared for. It was twenty nine degrees when we left. Yeah, and uh, I was freezing. Uh, I just had like a base layer and some very small thermals, like
1: imagine how cold one thermal. Imagine how cold you would have been if you had agreed to walk across that river with me.
0: Oh my gosh, that was nuts. <laughs> no, I, I was all for it until we got to it. And, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you, because meant, you, you it meant a creek. You meant a real river. You're like, no, it's a creek. Y'all kept calling it a creek. Trey calls it a creek. I don't know why. Yeah. So I was it's like, a river. To creek. It's a creek. That's no big deal. It's just a hop and skip, you know. We'll be good to go. When we get there, it's a freaking river that's you know you could kayak on. Yeah, <laughs> you could kayak It's on. got white caps <laughs> <laughs> going through it. The current was stronger than I thought. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that part of the hunt here in just a second. So we started off. Um, what was the area we went to first?
1: Uh, well, first off,
0: we went to the range. Let's talk about that. We went to the
1: range. Oh, yeah. you mean Copperhead Creek?
0: Yeah, we went to Copperhead. It's an awesome range. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's play- how big? How many acres is
1: that thing? Oh, man. I don't know how many acres is it. Probably a couple... 3,000, maybe? 3,000-acre 3, range. Well, it, to be fair, the range is out. much smaller than that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The rest of the property is an off-road park, so it's called Hidden Falls Adventure Park. Yeah. So that was a pretty
0: cool place. They've got a uh, 600-yard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, long range goes out to 600. They're probably—it used to be a little bit longer than that, but they had to realign where they were shooting um, just because of some, some ricochets, I guess, that uh, didn't end up going in Right. in the right direction um uh, yeah they kind of had it st- a staggered stair step
0: uh, yeah as you as you go um, from the they've got 100 like, 200 300 400 500 600
1: yeah they've got uh, like seven tack bays um they've got what they call the family range which is just like a 25 yard pistol range that's got a cover over it and then a hundred yard rifle range that's got a cover over it so it's uh and they've got a really nice clubhouse uh the clubhouse was awesome. Yeah, the, did you see the, the fan? Field. I forgot to point the fan out to you. The, no, fan, I see the fan. The fan is a windmill that's um the span of the roof that you're looking at right here. So oh, it's, wow. It's like a twenty four foot in diameter windmill, and that's the fan in the clubhouse. <laughs> that's the is like the ceiling
0: fan. Mm-hmm. Is yep. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big place, definitely. Um so we uh we had to go get everything tuned in. We want to make sure everything was spot on and uh it was when we left. It still is. Don't be trying to blame <laughs> that. So it was when we left. I don't know. I I had a little mechanical issue, but I don't think that affected the. I don't um, think so. The accuracy at all, but uh, so I picked your trigger control. That's all you got to remember, Marty. So our uh, first our first spot we started at seven twenty, and No uh,
1: we we started before that.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> no, because
0: I checked the time. It was seven twenty
1: when we made our first stand. Yep. How's that possible? It we left seven twenty. We left Cooper's at six thirty. It's not an hour to get out there. Cause I asked
0: I asked for a time when we got up there. Mm, maybe so.
1: And he gave he gave me the time. Oh well we did spend some time at the gate getting everything ready and getting all the gear ready and all that.
0: Yeah. We had to go pick up um your buddy. I don't know if he won't say their names or not, but man, yeah, probably not. Okay. But uh there was four of us. We can say that. Yeah. There's four of us on the hunt. And uh so we didn't. What we didn't talk about was the Beastmaster truck yesterday. Okay. So the rig, the Beastmaster rig. He's got a special rig for for his hunts. And he, tell us about it.
1: Uh, so it, it's a 2010 Chevy Silverado 1500. We uh, did a leveling kit on it, so we could get some 33 inch um mickey thompson's under it some M.E.T.s on there um and uh put some super springs on the back because we have a 1200 pound rack that (laughs) rides in the bed and it's it's permanent (laughs) semi-permanent um and it gets us about uh, 10 feet off the ground whenever we're out hunting so it's uh, and we got boat seats up there got three boat seats in it Uh, it's
0: like you're on a pontoon
1: boat we got blackout switches also good for hiding from the cops you know if they <laughs> from the, if they're chasing the you game warden you yes. flip you flip three switches and it cuts out all the lights and including the brake lights
0: i thought one was going to come after
1: us at one point but, but no it's actually for uh when we're driving around with night vision on so that way it doesn't light up everywhere and blind you in the night vision right
0: and uh, keeps the the uh the hunts the
1: what am i gonna say keeps the uh, predator from seeing us right coming too so. right um yeah, it's got a got a nice big grill guard on the front, so in case we run into a deer or something down the highway, and got a receiver hitch, got a winch for it, in case we get stuck. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good rig. Got a toolbox in the back to put all of our dry storage in, and I mean it's it's definitely it four purpose people, built.
0: Fits four people comfortable. Yeah,
1: monkeys. I mean as long as we don't have a lot of gear. Last night we had a lot of camera gear and stuff like that, and it yeah. got it got a little bit crowded, but. It's uh it's ideal for three and yeah. four. Uh, it it can handle four. Yeah. Tonight we're gonna have five. I don't know what we're I gonna just,
0: do. I got one modification you need to do to it. Okay. You need seat heaters. <laughs> uh. Those seats like just suck the heat out of I you. I figured your vagina would keep you warm. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> after after going up and in and out of that thing like ten times, it just uh, it sucked all the heat out of you. Yeah. But that's all right.
1: Um, it's not normally that cold out here when you do do your hunts, right? No, yeah, it is. I mean, you know. Down in
0: the 30s? Yeah.
1: The ideal, ideal time to predator hunt in Texas is November to February. Um, so, or no, they say Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, So it's, um, you know, average temperature at night is probably in the, Forties, high forties, something like that, yeah. and then we'll get occasionally down into the teens. So thirties right. is not happening. Well, I
0: prepared for the the mid forties. So <laughs> that's what I dressed for, but I'm I'm better prepared tonight. So we're going to be good if it gets down there. You think we'll get that cold tonight?
1: We're supposed to be at forty two, I think. But also last night was supposed to be thirty seven. So and it got down to twenty nine. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: got down below the freezing point.
1: But we were also out in the desert last night. You know, <clears throat> Lano is desert. Uh, It's right at the beginning of the desert, so temperatures tend to fluctuate quite a bit in the desert because it's uh, a little bit drier landscape. And
0: and using that thermal, I mean, you could actually see the landscape. Right? It it was it was beautiful landscape,
1: man. Yeah. Anytime it's a nice sunny day, and then you get a nice crisp crisp cold night, that's when the thermal really, really. I mean, it almost it works works like it works like night vision, pretty much. You know. Yeah, it was popping last night. We're better than (laughs) night
0: vision. In some circumstances. Yeah. So we uh, we set up our first spot and uh, oh, did we have any action on the first spot?
1: First spot we had uh, was it the rabbits. Th- some the rabbits. Well, we had some rabbits, but we had uh, we had a couple of coons come in that we let go because we were waiting, um, and then we had something like a cow or something got its head stuck in a fence. Yeah, and uh, started flipping out. So I think that probably kind of ruined that stand. Sound like
0: somebody was doing a tap dance on a tin roof. Yeah, with lead shoes. With lead <laughs> shoes, yeah, it was it was loud, but it didn't start until you started the call.
1: Yeah, that you know that uh, the call doesn't really bother the cows, but they'll get up to kind of investigate what's going on. And I imagine one of them was sleeping near something that it got hung up in. Probably yeah. that it, when it stood up or something. But
0: let's talk about that call. Uh, you
1: got a pretty sophisticated little system there. <clears throat>
0: Uh, talk about, talk about that setup.
1: The, uh, the, I use a Fox pro and the particular model I use is called a shockwave and, uh, it's got two, it's actually got four speakers. It's got two big like megaphone speakers and two little tweeters on it. And, uh, you can point these two speakers pretty much any direction you want, so we'll take it and set it out. It's waterproof, and uh, you set it out and point it the direction you want, fire it up, then I've got a remote that I wear on a lanyard, and uh, I can adjust the call. It's got something like 120 sounds on it or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's got some
1: eerie sounds on it, too. Yeah, if you've if you never heard them before. <laughs> a couple you, of them caught me off guard. Like, distress whoa. sound, animal distress sounds, you know they they don't sound like animals sometimes. Sometimes some of them sound like people and some yeah. babies and weird stuff. so like one of them was calling for his mama. Yeah, oh, we were playing kid goat. And kid it goat. And yeah, mom. He was like mom, mom,
0: <laughs> mom come yeah. get me, mom.
1: Which is kind of the
0: purpose. But that's that's a, yeah, that's a cool <laughs> setup. But it's it's set up for different animals, obviously. Right. You know,
1: you got it for the pigs and you got it for the coyotes
0: and mm-hmm. what a, what a, what's do you know all the different.
1: Different uh, animals it's got for the yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of different animals. I couldn't name all the different animals. But basically, you've got prey distress sounds. So you got like rabbit, bird, and stuff like that. Basically, stuff that's, uh, you know, like if a rabbit's injured or hung up, then it'll start screaming. And right. that's what brings in predators um, when they're not in breeding season. Right. And uh, then in, for breeding season, uh, it's got coyote vocals. So we can play like female whimpers or we can play male challenge. Um, and uh, then it's got bobcat like bobcat and heat yeah. Um
0: you're getting some great uh, response from the the uh, coyote calls last yeah, the coyote night.
1: vocals um, yeah it, you, know, you know they, they were, were singing last they night. were talking we call it talking they were talking back we just couldn't uh, get them to really react to it and i think it we're we're late as far as breeding season goes and I, last week i went out and hunted and they were still coming into distress calls which tells me they weren't Breeding yet, right? right. Um, they're supposed to start breeding like late January. So I think we're just it. It got pushed back probably because we've had a mild year, and uh, we we're I. What I think happened last night is we're right in the first week where they've really started breeding. So they're probably already pairing up, and uh, yeah. they're just not you know not interested. They're not
0: interested. Yeah, they're getting a little tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean.
1: Maybe they just extended their breeding season. priorities. Maybe that's what it was. No, cuz they wouldn't be coming into distress calls last week if, if that's the okay. case, you know. And we called in quite a few last week to dis- with distress calls. Yeah.
0: <coughs> so, we didn't have much luck on our first spot. Um there were some several rabbits. Uh, yeah. There were some like you said some uh some coons. So, uh we called that one, went to the next one. Same property, just you yeah. get several spots on these properties. So
1: we turn on, after we finish calling at a spot, we we'll turn on what's called the coyote locator, and it basically sounds like a pack of coyotes. Um, and then what that'll do is that'll get another group or a single to call back because it's a locator. They're trying to see where everybody's at, you know. Right. So we we'll play that and then see which direction we hear them, and then we'll go that way as far as we can, uh, you know, on the property, and uh, we'll set up again. Right. Unfortunately, they were... I don't know, probably two or three miles away, and we could only they go were about way a They way too far, yeah,
0: and they yeah. weren't coming in. So uh, we tried that spot, not much luck. <laughs> Nothing, to shut down on that one. Shut down on that Strike one. Strike two. Strike two. So then we pack up, and then we head to the next location, mm-hmm. I do believe. We yep. did two spots so there. So we right
1: started now. west of town, and then we moved to a different uh, property south of town. And uh, we sat up there, and we had a big old fat coon come in there. We ended up shooting him because we were getting antsy. <laughs> and, and the ra- i mean little trigger, <laughs> and the trigger rac- the trigger finger the raccoons need to die too right um uh, and uh we heard some coyotes there again um uh, so we shot that coon collected him and relocated across the highway same property just across the highway down by the river yeah and uh things got a creek. little things got a little interesting there <laughs> yeah. so uh we set up there and um
0: we weren't there very
1: long 2 minutes
0: Two minutes and there's fox.
1: Well, right? he's, he started barking immediately. Yeah. two minutes after the call, he responded came on. to the yeah the call. And if if you ever heard a fox bark before that, no, huh? Yeah, it freaks you out, doesn't it? Yeah, when you go, whoa, what
0: is that? But it, but I because I knew it worked, because I I knew where yours was and I heard it and then I right. heard another that was you know somewhere
1: other than where yours was. I was like, right.
0: there's one here.
1: Yeah, and, and... And I was on alert once I heard it. I was
0: like, there's one, and you can tell it's close.
1: Well, and you can tell as they get closer. Sometimes fox will bark, sometimes they won't. We experienced that last night. We had the one that barked at us, and then we had two that came in without barking. Yeah. Uh, but are being sneaky. It's, it's crazy, because those fox are, they're so small, and they can get right up real close to you before you really know it, and then if they bark... Yeah. Dude, it's like, it'll make you jump. Make you jump, yeah. Because it, like, it sounds like somebody has like tuberculosis and they're clearing their throat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you've never heard it before, it's pretty eerie.
0: Yeah. So um, <laughs> needless to say, we didn't get that one.
1: Well, uh, we, like you and I, we, we didn't we have didn't the opportunity. It. We didn't so. have the opportunity on that one, right um uh, we had uh we had a couple other guys we had the landowner with us and uh, we had kyle from guns plus and uh both of them got to miss a, that fox a couple times <laughs> yeah and that's all it took and he bugged out so we didn't, yeah. we didn't see him anymore but well yeah so then i turned on uh i turned on fox distress because a lot of times fox will run in pairs or even groups of three or four so whenever you shoot one or shoot at one if you turn on fox distress the other In the group is curious to see if something's you know something injured that far. just fighting or whatever, right? So they'll come over. So I turn on Fox distress. Lo and behold, on the other side of the river. Uh, creek they're calling it a creek there's a bobcat coming in (laughs) and uh i guess what probably what i suspect happened is uh either one of two things he got to the edge of the river and he was like screw that because it was deep water because it had rained like somebody told him
0: it was a creek too
1: and uh or (laughs) uh he was coming into the rabbit distress and when i switched to fox distress he lost interest and started to leave um, fortunately, with the thermals, we could see him because he 's scooting along the edge of the fence line there right and uh
0: I he, was on the other side of the the rig. you guys were on that side of it so i didn't i didn 't get to see it
1: yeah, you were at the back. he was kind of like uh, you were you were basically sitting at six o'clock he was at about eleven o'clock right and uh I think I saw him and Kyle saw him and um uh, I ranged him with the the radius that I've got on the side of my gun. He was two thirty six. Well, he was about two hundred, and he's we were waiting to see what he was going to do, and he started leaving. Right. And uh, about he got about thirty six more yards. Two thirty six is what I ranged him at, and dropped him. Dropped him
0: like a rock. And uh, you're using the the five five six on that.
1: Yeah, that was a. It's a two twenty three. Uh, it's the gorilla sixty nine grain match king. There it is. So yeah. I mean, it it's. Uh, it puts a hurt on stuff. And you got
0: him in the first shot, but you put another one in just to make sure because he was...
1: He yeah, it looked like... I mean, he's so far away, and he was kind of in some thick trees when I made that first shot. Um, and it looked like the first one probably got him a little bit low or a little bit towards his back. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of he plopped down, but he was still sitting up. And the next one just... Right. I mean, it laid him out.
0: Yeah. But it was a uh, decent size. And I was expecting... You know, people hear bobcats and things like that. They're thinking, you know, big, mm-hmm. you know, predators. But it was like I said, I mean, it was it was less than twenty pounds. He was a small one. Yeah, uh, that's what we would Maybe call right a small bobcat. Pounds. You know,
1: yeah. a, a big like a huge. Or she
0: is actually a she. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, a huge bobcat is like forty pounds. Um, a really big bobcat is in the thirties, yeah. and a a good sized bobcat is in the twenties. So we right. we would call that one a small one. He's or she was probably. I'd guesstimate 17, 18. Yeah. And she had her spots a little bit. She, we call Start that. Uh, so, well, they don't change. They, they are pretty much, um, they, they are born with like their baby fur, I guess. And then right. they develop whatever pattern they're going to have for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So their spots don't evolve. Right. You know, it's So she not, was in that stage. She, uh, she was, she had, she's an adult. Yeah. She's, she's, adult. That's, she's probably a two year old cat. Okay. Um, and uh we call that color so most most bobcats will have really good spots on their stomach no matter what but her back we call that sand Mm -hmm. um because it it looks like sand you know there's she doesn't have a lot of spots pretty coat yeah yeah um almost looks more like a lynx coat yeah um which they are in the lynx family so that makes sense yeah it's like that lady said what she say? F- you, yeah. You kill links. You kill. You kill one link. <laughs> you kill one link. F- you. <laughs> yeah. I kill you. So I can't wait to post this one. Uh, see yeah. How, see how many see death how threats they, come
0: uh, in. What kind of variety of death threats you get on this one? Yeah. So uh we got the the cat, and then of course you've got to go retrieve it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You're like, oh, we got to go across the creek to get it. So I was like, well, let's film it. And you're like, right, you want to go? I was like, yeah, I'll
2: go Oh yeah. I'm all
0: gung ho about it. And we get over there and it's a freaking current river. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I was already frozen. I was like, if I get in that, I'm going to get hypothermia. So I'll I'll just film from over here, Nick. You go get that. I had, needless to say, I had wet feet and wet pants the rest of the night. Right. So uh, smart move on my part. But uh, you do, we got some video of it. Um, So you guys go to the uh, Facebook page. There's a, we did a YouTube live, YouTube, I keep calling it YouTube, Facebook live. And uh, I've planned on doing more Facebook Lives, but our signal in some of these places uh, doesn't allow us to do it. So uh, plans kind of got stymied there. We're going to try it again. You think our signal will be better in Waco? Probably about the same. Yeah,
1: no, nah, it will probably be better. Okay, we're we're closer to the highway,
0: so we'll try to get some uh, some more Facebook Lives tonight. Um, but so after that, we got the got the Bobcat came back in, pretty much called it quits there. After yeah, that, that was the last day
1: because there's pretty much only well, did the get two a, spots there. Yeah, so then we went uh, we went north of town to another property that's a bigger property. It's like two or 3,000 acres. Um, Was this the airport? Yeah, it's close to the airport. Okay. Uh, what we call the airport. The airport, yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, we uh, we went stand after stand after stand there. We lost one of our, our crew. Is that where he, yeah. he owner, bailed on us? Yeah, owner had to bail. Yeah. The uh,
0: landowner had It got had to, to be about 3.30 or so.
1: Uh, he, I think he left at... Uh, I think he left at two thirty. Was it two thirty?
0: Yeah. Okay. I thought it was closer to
1: three that he left, but but not before we called in uh, another fox. Was it?
0: Yeah. So there was another fox came in. Just
1: never would stop.
0: No, he was gone. He was gone when the fox came so it No, was
1: no, no. He... It was the last stand. It was the last stand that he was with us. Was it? Yeah, because he was that fox was running. It was the it was a big tank that we like to call at, and that fox came in at twelve o'clock on the other side of the tank, and right. was I was sitting up front this time. Yeah. And, uh, so you called it out. I didn't see it at first. Kyle was asleep. That's what you're thinking of. Do what? Kyle was asleep in the truck. That's what you're thinking of. Tra- okay. Uh, that there was just three. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Kyle. Yeah. So we did lose one. Well, technically I guess. <laughs> we were a man down cause he, uh, he just passed out.
1: Right. So that Fox came in at 12 o'clock and circled, uh, to go around. And I guess, I guess got distracted by something else. Maybe he found an easy meal on the way in. Cause usually Fox will come all the way in yeah. and like try and get in the truck with you. Yeah. And uh, this guy just ended up kind of skirting the out outer edges of the brush and never did come back out. Yeah, and so nobody got a shot at him, right? Nobody got a shot.
0: Wasn't there one before that? When I did didn't... I take my shot? The no, one that was going that was right the, to left.
1: That was. Is that after that? That was like our last stand or
0: second to last. Was it? Was it just me? Just and you? me and you. Okay, all right. I thought that was that one. But no. yeah, I remember that. And then after that, there was no more action there.
1: No, we, uh, we heard we could get some coyotes to call back, but uh, never could get anything to get moving. And uh, then we uh, relocated one more time. We dropped the landowner off. We relocated one more time. And uh, let's see, we called in, uh, well, no, we called three or four more spots before we got mm-hmm. uh, to that one where we had another fox come in. Right. And uh, he was about 11 o'clock at 76 yards. 76 yards. Go ahead, rub it in. <laughs> And uh, thought thought I'd give old, old left hand
0: give the, um, me give me a shot at my chops. I got my first kill. one
1: the other night. Um, Figure everybody yeah. else had shot at a fox except for me and me and Marty. So so I took my shot and I missed. <laughs> but I had it. I was I think I shot low. I got, it
0: like splashed up in front of him. Is it better if you shoot low or high? I mean, no, it, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's it's not good either way. I exactly. Mean, but the the rifle was. I mean, we had it. I hit a gong at was it a hundred? No, it, it was 200, it two hundred? Two 200, and I just I perfectly centered it. And
1: your rifle is zeroed at a hundred. It was at a hundred okay. and hit six inches low at two hundred. This fox, however, was at seventy six yards. Seventy <laughs> six. So I put it right on him. It should have hit him. It should have hit him. Uh, Could have been my shivers. I don't know. Would have been. Uh, You'd have been about a uh, less than a less than a quarter inch low at seventy six yards. Yeah. So, so missed him, but now in your defense, a fox is.
0: There's no defense for that. dude. 76 yards. A gray fox.
1: <laughs> the profile shot on a gray fox is pretty wide animal, but he's only about four inches tall. Yeah. So it's a four inch target that's kind of moving around a little bit. You gotta maybe you rush the shot a little. I don't know. I don't know. So he took Man. off, and I took a I took a running shot on him at about 180, and uh, I missed. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have any problem missing a hundred eighty yard shot on a fox that's running full speed. <laughs> that's just kind of a hail mary. That's like the there's two seconds left in the football game. You got right. one play he's gotta, left. You just gotta throw them out you there. You just gotta let the lead fly.
0: So he got away, and uh, the the fox were lucky this night. Yeah. So we had three encounters, which is probably low for you, right? Probably not a good, real good
1: night. You know, um, out there we've killed probably two dozen fox. Yeah. So we're thinning them out for sure. And yeah. uh, uh, the the turkey population is thanking us, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, and it, and it, some nights they move more than others. You know, some nights we'll turn on the call, and here comes six at once. You yeah. know, so it just – it was a slow night for animals last night, it seemed like. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that was pretty much the
0: the evening right there. We went to I think one more spot after that, one more stand, and uh, we heard a couple of coyotes, but uh, no action. With the coyotes, about that time of night, were really active. It seemed.
1: Yeah, we, we were, were
0: getting close to where they were, well,
1: but we couldn't get. They were very vocal. I'm not sure they were active as far as movement, but yeah, well, uh, vocal wise they yeah, were active. Yeah. yeah, they were doing a lot more responding than they were earlier right. you know, in the evening. But, and and here's the way it works with coyotes too. It's not necessarily um, you're not having a good interaction with them, but they have boundaries. You know, they have territorial boundaries. So it could be that when we're calling to these coyotes that are seven, eight hundred yards away, and we're playing coyote vocals, <clears throat> they want to come over, but they're right. at a territorial boundary, and they know it's if like they an go invisible over there, force field, right? they know if they're going over there, they're going to get their ass kicked. It's going to be a fight. So that that that's part of it too. You kind of got to get lucky with that. Um, it's going to be a bat fight, but <laughs>
0: everybody's doing it. Bad Bad. fight. You were singing that last (laughs) night too. It's Will Ferrell. It's Um, hilarious. I couldn't get out of my head. Anyway.
2: A gentleman's game. Bad fight, you know the name, it's a bad fight. Tensions are high. Bad fight, eye for eye. Bad fight, feeling so good. Bad fight Two men connecting with the world.
1: But, uh, you know, I think a combination of factors you know um we got a lot of rain so that always slows down movement because they don't have to travel to find water right Um, it was really wet we're right at the beginning of what uh what seems to be where they're breeding so they're not interested in distress calls and then uh you know we got the territorial issues that we have no idea where they start and stop yeah
0: so that was that hunt uh, I mean, it was pretty good overall. Got there, got there at dusk. Got home at dawn. All right, all right. But uh, got a, got a cat out of it. Got a couple of possum or not, not possum
1: coons, coon. couple of coons. One coon. I shot a coon. Oh, you did shoot a coon, but he ran off. Yeah, I shot a coon with and a three hundred
0: eight, <laughs> and he dropped. You saw him fall out of the tree. He did. Fall. Well, I mean,
1: come and he on. He sat there. To be fair to the coon, if you're like climbing around in a tree and somebody shoots you with a three hundred eight, you're probably going to fall out of the tree too. Yeah, but that's the second one. The first one
0: that I shot at and missed at what was it? Oh 130? yeah, He was at no. He was at one ninety one. One ninety one. Um, I took two shots at him and, and he, he just, just he crawled
1: down. He ran off. Yeah. He, he just crawled. He down. He wasn't hit. He didn't fall out like this because <laughs> he wasn't hit. This guy like he like faked it. I guess I don't know. No, he <laughs> He's was like, oh, you got me, partner. Probably hit him a little bit low and. Uh, got him good enough to drop him. I mean, I'm sure he's dead, but he uh,
0: laid at the base of that tree. Cause I checked him a couple of times. He was still there. And he then got you're a second like, wind, and then you're like, that coon's gone.
1: I was like, "What?" I said, he's walking off.
0: <laughs> he waddled off somewhere. So we didn't get that. We didn't get to retrieve him. But, uh, yeah, it was a good night overall. I mean, was, I got, I learned a lot because this is the first hunt I've been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox or coyote, either one. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get some pigs. You know that's what I really wanted to, yeah, to get involved with. But pigs maybe are more of that tonight, right? Yeah, pigs
1: are hit or miss out there. But tonight, we got we're going to Waco where uh, there's a Lucky lot, Waco. there's a lot more pigs, and uh, Zane is going to go up in his uh, paraplane. This, this is cool. Yeah. So he's basically got a lawnmower with uh, a parachute attached to it, and a <laughs> uh, and a, a lawn chair, and right? An, and an airboat fan. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he's gonna go up with a the thermal and cruise around about a thousand feet, and uh, he's gonna spot them for us. He's gonna spot pigs for us, and then we're gonna go eradicate. There you go. So tonight should be a lot more exciting. It, it'll be different, and yeah, you know, I like the excitement of of not knowing what's gonna come into the call, and uh, you know that. I mean you you had uh, one time where I think you saw a deer. Oh, we saw deer everywhere. Yeah, were, we saw what, probably four or five hundred deer. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah, it's I've never seen that many deer in my but life. But I think you saw time. a deer in the brush and and you went, I got something. Yeah. I said I got movement. <laughs> I got something. I said I got movement. And but that's the excitement that I like, you right. know, because it's like you get that movement and it's and it something you know it, it jump starts something inside you, you yeah know?
0: he was going through some brush or something so he ducked down low yeah and he w- he was lower and it looked like it might have been like a like a really big fox or maybe even maybe a coyote a or a big pig or something yeah yeah he was it was big but yeah i would never seen him like a deer and just
1: being able to not shoot him was right. was tough yeah. yeah can't shoot deer at night and we're not in deer season even though it wouldn't matter yeah, if you're shooting season. them at night yeah it, it's not deer season so
0: but uh, that was, I mean, it was cool just watching them a couple of times because when you guys were doing the calls and stuff, I would watch the deer and look at their reaction and how they would react to some of
1: that stuff. Yeah, too. I mean, they just kind of look at it and mill about. Yeah, um, it's
0: like, they're just kind of nonchalant and they, you know, stick their nose up in there and they'll smell. Yeah,
1: trying to get the wind. Trying to get the wind. But
0: uh, they was just like, you know, they hear that shit every day. They're just like, Yeah. yeah we're, another, we're not in season. Yeah. It's night. We're, another, not, we're no n- danger. Another
1: rabbit with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Or another, another woodpecker flipping out. <laughs> woodpecker.
0: So to, we're going to Waco. We've got the the spotter, the air spotter. So that's going to be unique. That'll work in our favor, hopefully. And
1: we never tried this. so This will be the first time? Yeah, Zane has flown at night before. Um, but so we got to
0: do a live. we got to do when, when he's wait, we over.
1: could Or we could do like a takeoff live. We do that, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. And then
0: maybe after we call a, a site. He can do like a flyby or something like that.
1: We'll probably, we probably won't call uh, while he's in the air. So we'll just basically hang out on the crossroads right there where the county roads meet. Well, I mean, call
0: the hunt. Like, all right, we're we're done. Let's go retrieve our our shit.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the plan is, so we're just going to sit basically on the side of the county road, and whenever he's going to make a circle, and whenever he spots something, we're going to either A, he's going to land, and we're going to pick him up, uh, depending on what the pigs are doing. Yeah. Or B, if the pigs are on the move, we're gonna haul ass over there and just mow them down, um, and then and then maybe Zane can land and we'll we'll uh, we'll pick them up there. But uh, should be interesting. Gotta have a little, some air grenades. You can just... Oh man, that would be so awesome! Some some dynamite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be cool. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go prep for today. Um, Got a couple of other little tuning things we got to do on the rifles, and
1: uh, we're gonna pick up Zane, and uh, we're gonna do Kyle too. Kyle's going. Kyle's going. Uh, Rich from Ultimate Night Vision will be there. Okay. So he's gonna bring some toys for us to play with. That ought to be cool. So uh, we'll uh, fill you guys in
0: on part three coming up.
1: Stay tuned. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. And make sure you go to Beastmaster's uh, YouTube channel. Beastmaster Hunting. Beastmaster Hunting on Facebook soon to come beastmasterhunting.com and shirts are on the way they arrived they look good Um, yep as soon as the website's up um they will be for sale there you go we'll be back leadhead. stay tuned
0: Test, 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 testing,
1: testing. You're going to have to edit out so many... Ripley! Ripley! Ripley, no! Come here. Come here. Just, just ignore her. <clears throat> That's how things get destroyed. Where's she at? I don't know what she's talking about. She's at your feet.
0: Oh, I got stinky feet. Coyote shit all over them. <laughs> Coyote shit. Coyote. All right, so this, that was day two, right? That was day two. Day dos. Felt like day nine. <laughs> it did, didn't it? And <laughs> we put it? freaking four days of hunting
1: in. 24 hours of hunting straight. Well, almost straight. A little, little break in between.
0: <clears throat> All right, lead heads, we are back with the Nordic Components Talking Lead podcast coverage of the Beastmaster hunting event.
1: Beastmaster hunting event. You gotta, you gotta come up with something extravaganza. Palooza. Uh, Palooza.
0: Um Wow. What an event. What a Palooza. I had a great time, man. Um uh, worn out, to say the least. But at the same time I'm still energized and
1: You were super pumped at last six AM
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was I was like a complete one eighty from the night before.
1: Yeah. It's different kind of hunting, you know.
0: Yeah. When you get action, you know, and you're actually working, uh, it changes everything.
1: Time goes by faster.
0: It flew by. Yeah, I couldn't believe that uh, it was time to stop hunting all of a sudden. But uh, we had a great second day, needless to say. Um, we uh, we went to Waco, like we were telling you in the uh, previous part of the show. Uh, went, was that Waco's north of here, right? Waco's north of yeah, here. So yeah, so we we traveled north a little ways. uh a lot different territory, more, more ranch.
1: Yeah. yeah, farmland, more, more farmland, ranchland, l no desert, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, less hills wasn't as, uh, as hilly, more open space. Yep. Grassland kind of deal, which, uh, and it was wet and damp, which was conducive for pee. Well, it, uh,
1: <laughs> it rained, uh, it rained about an inch, um, uh, Two days before we went up there, so uh, do you think that
0: helped there. with the um, the amount of pigs that we saw? Um, we interacted with.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, it's hard to say because uh, you know the pigs are going to go to water because they like to roll around in the mud and everything like that. And, yeah. Um, so I don't. You know, it's hard to say whether more water on the ground helps that because they can just go about and do whatever they want wherever they want, or if it hurts that because they don't have to travel to get to water right know,
0: so well, i was i was thinking more along the lines of the it made the ground a lot softer a lot easier for them to dig up their grub worms and yeah maybe so and crap they,
1: they're good at digging man that's why they have those big old tusks
0: yeah yeah they do um we didn't really get any that had huge tusks there was a there was a few that had some some baby tusks coming in
1: yeah the the pigs uh, in each region that you go to kind of have different characteristics and the the pigs up there um in particular, don't really... I've never killed any other to have big cutters.
0: Yeah. What do they use those for? Is that more for digging? Is that yep. what the, what it helps them with? Yeah,
1: and of course they fight and everything like that. They use them for defense. and Yeah. It's kind of a multi-purpose tool.
0: I don't see it. As big as some of those frickers... Frickers. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Pigs and uh, were. I don't see how they could move. I mean, there's... <laughs> some could, of them are just like barrels. You they know? could
1: move too, couldn't they? They could. They were fast. 35 miles an hour. Those suckers could get it. Yeah.
0: So uh, when we would when we come up on one, I call them a squadron of pigs now. (laughs) Squadron. (laughs) Squadron. But it's called a sounder. A sounder of pigs, and we ran across probably four or
1: five last night. Oh, one, two, three, four. I think four.
0: You got left out of one, but it wasn't intentionally. Yeah. sure it was necessity (laughs) we were going to well we'll talk about in a minute so let's uh let's start off our day yesterday um so we head up to waco we uh meet up with the other guys that are going to be joining us kyle
1: ate some chick-fil-a on the way there
0: we did we ate some chick-fil-a kind of changed my opinion of chick-fil-a a a little bit (laughs) so i'll probably for the better i'll probably give them another shot yeah um give chick-fil-a another shot and uh, so we filled our bellies up and uh Met up with the other guys. We went out to uh, Zane's ranch. Yep. Zane's been on the show before. Um, and uh, he uh, let us sight in, you know, get everything tuned in again. Tuned up, tuned in. And then uh, Kyle went with us, and Kyle's with the uh, –
1: Guns Plus. He owns Guns Plus in Georgetown, Texas.
0: In Georgetown, Texas. So if you guys are ever in Georgetown, Texas, make sure you uh, swing by, holler at Kyle over there, tell him you're Leadhead, head uh you know, he might not charge you double on stuff. <laughs>
1: you might not get punched in the face.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, Rich. Rich from Ultimate with, Night Vision. Ultimate Night Vision uh, came out and joined us. And I didn't realize that, man, that was like a three and a half hour drive for him to come out and, and yeah. hunt with us. So he's,
1: he's dedicated to pig hunting.
0: That was that was definitely awesome. And the toys that he brought, we're going to talk about that. that was, yeah. They were freaking something out of a sci-fi movie, so. Uh, so we all got together, hooked up, and um as we said yesterday we were gonna have some uh, aviation aspect to our hunt.
1: Yeah, so it, uh, it
0: didn't quite work out.
1: It didn't didn't pan out quite as we were hoping. Um But it it actually
0: did, if you think about it, because um so Zane's got a little uh, parachute plane, is that what he calls it? it? Yeah, paraplane. Paraplane. Uh, and it's just basically a lawn chair with a fan on the back of it and a parachute much, <laughs> <Pretty laughs> with, with wheels. <laughs> and, uh, he was, we were going to use that to scope the, the properties that we we're going to be hunting. So he could do an aerial view with thermal and find the pigs faster for us. And so he went up, took the initial, um, spy plane mission Came back and he didn't see any pigs. Right. So he'd scoped out what, like a six mile area or something like that?
1: Um no, nah, probably about three square miles. The problem was it got too windy and yeah. he couldn't he couldn't because with the paraplane it's like you got one speed, it's it's full throttle and that's it. Right.
0: So, use the wind to you can go slow g- your speed. BJ. Right,
1: so if you, can go, you can go crosswind or you can go downwind, but uh, once the rent wind hits uh, you know, your maximum velocity, then yeah. uh, you're not going anywhere if you're going into the wind. So he made it downwind a couple miles and uh, could barely make it back, so we X'd that plan pretty quick.
0: Yeah, but at least the, it, not, it marked off that three square miles that we didn't have to waste our time in. Right. So we came up with a, a plan B, and plan B was the plan. it worked out it worked out really good uh so there's this uh i guess neighbor farmer that he has
1: yeah it's one of the property owners he's uh he just owns a ton of ranch land around there something like 25,000 acres that he owns yeah
0: thousands and thousands and thousands of acres and the one we got to hunt on was just his his personal
1: right we actually in his backyard It was kind of weird because usually whenever we hunt all night we need several thousand acres to hunt but we ended up uh we ended up just hunting 700 acres all night. It was that good.
0: It was. It was jam packed with coyotes and pigs and coons. There were some. There coons. There were a lot of coons. A lot of coons out there too. Um, so that was our plan B. We went to this gentleman's ranch and a uh, real nice guy. I appreciate him mm-hmm. letting us hunt out there because uh, it was my understanding that he doesn't normally let people do
1: that. Nobody's ever been hunting out there. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, so maybe that that's where it was first time. Maybe that's
0: why it was so uh, so packed. They felt safe there.
1: Yeah. Nobody ever shoots at them,
0: right? So uh, we start off. Everybody gets uh, and we decide not to do the call. For,
1: yeah. For um,
0: so we don't take the Beastmaster
1: truck. Well, we heard some coyotes um, earlier in the night, and we made one stand, didn't work out. But then we heard what was distinctly uh, identifiable as coyote breeding. Yeah. And uh, it. Pretty much whenever you hear that, it's kind of like time to quit trying to call coyotes. Yeah.
0: I don't. We didn't call anything, did we?
1: Mm, well, no, we did over at over at Zane's before Rich got there. Oh, yeah, at
0: Zane's. Yeah, you did the call at Zane's. But while we were at this guy's ranch, we didn't nope. do any. So we took Rich's truck. Right. So let's talk about Rich's truck. So he's got so, like a Tacoma.
1: Yeah, we didn't take the Beastmaster um, out because... Um, there's a lot of big oak trees there, some overhanging limbs that could have caused some issues. And the pasture was pretty muddy, and the beastmaster is really heavy. So we didn't want to tear up the roads. Obviously, you don't want to go out and hunt other people's property and tear it up. Yeah. Um, so Rich has a, a Tacoma. I don't know what year it is, but uh, it's pretty sweet. He's got the cryptic wrap on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's and- got it
0: all jacked up with big old... Off road tires and everything.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's nice compact package, still has good ground clearance. You got a winch on the front of it and everything. And then uh, he's got a, a FLIR view system set up on the roof, which is a pan tilt uh, <laughs> thermal. So, and then there's a monitor inside. So while you're driving around, you can move the thermal around on the roof and you can basically uh, just scan and it's like survey a, the area with thermal.
0: A thermal telescope on, the, on your truck. So it's up on the top. you got the clearance so you can see over the heels and in front of you really good. And uh, he was basically just driving with that, too. Yeah. A lot of the times he just he would just look down and look right. at his monitor the whole drive. Drive along. Drive along, and it uh, spotted little white. He had it set on white dots, I think. Little white dots. Is Ripley getting in something? Ripley, no. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, that was really cool, and that was just kind of a home... Home built thing that he did himself.
1: Yeah, uh, just bought one of the FLIR views and wired it in and put a, it's called a Go Light Mount, put it in a Go Light Mount. And then that has a little joystick that's electric remote and, control. Yeah, and
0: gives him like better than 365.
1: Something like, eh, like 300. Well, he gets a full, yeah, he can get yeah. a
0: full um, view from right. around the truck. I mean, it goes to one and he has to turn it to go to the other, but there's like just a little bit that he right. he misses, but not much at all. So, that uh, added to our coolness factor on this hunt. Yep. Um, in addition to the the thermals that we're using. All right. So, um, we're in the, the Tacoma. I don't, has he got a nickname for that thing?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know what he calls it.
0: Well, we got to come up with a nickname for that.
1: All right.
0: Um, Think on it. And there's, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five of us? There's five of us. There's five of us. So, we obviously, we all can't fit in the Tacoma, especially with our gear and mm-hmm. everything. So... Uh, Nick and Kyle are in the back of the pickup, mounted on the coolers, and uh, Zane and I are. <laughs> I'm getting licked to death here, but little Ripley, little Ripley, I found a new buddy while
1: while I'm here. Oh, that's gonna be an awesome soundbite. You can hear it.
0: You're gonna have to go. You have to go home with me. You yeah. <laughs> know, silly. And uh, Rich is uh, is driving, so um, we get the gate, we go through, and. I mean, just as fast as we pull in the freaking the ranch there, you guys are like tamping on the roof. Yeah, like what the hell? They forget something? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're like, they're like, coyote. No, no, we spotted the pig first. Oh, was it the pig? Yeah, we spotted a pig uh, about 400 yards away, but we would have had to have gone around. That's right. The house to get there. Yeah. And,
0: so you see the pig, right? You're like, I see a pig. It's and it was as we're coming in the gate, it'd be to our left, right. So we start working our way that way, and then um, you guys are doing your full scans, and then on our six, you guys spot those coyotes.
1: Yeah, there are two coyotes trotting across the field. And, uh, they were I ranged them at like three fifty. So yeah. Told Rich we need to go get those coyotes, and, he and Rich was like, is no, like, "Oh, we got no, to get the pig." <laughs> yeah.
0: So we had a we had a little debate there: pig or coyote? Pig or coyote? And uh, coyotes won.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they were on the move. You know, they were. They were cruising across that field. Yeah. So we got Rich to flip around, cruise about 100 yards closer to him, so ranged him at 218. And uh, they were just stopped. I guess they were probably curious as to what all the noise was. Right. And a big old male was facing right on at us, and then uh, we think probably a female standing next to him. Right. But uh, Kyle and I had a pretty good look at him and got a good countdown going. And uh, I don't think there could have been a more square shot on the – chest of that coyote oh you dropped him and yeah. it was boom just like that and then uh kyle um so we're in the cab
0: we don't get out right we're because i mean it just happened so quick
1: right yeah cause, and like, they were gonna, i mean they were gonna leave yeah
0: so you're like back up back up back up so you get within that range and then uh we stop he turn. Th- he turns the thermal around so we're watching from the right the cab of the truck and uh you guys do your countdown bam the mail drops yeah you, you nailed him uh, the female takes off. Yeah, I mean, she's shitting and getting. She's gone. She's gone. I don't know if he got a hit on her or not. It didn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the female got away, but the male was there. So we went over to do the recovery of the male. Yep. Yeah. And that's why we think he's a male-female because of the markings that you found on right.
1: the male. Yeah, he had, uh, like whenever it's breeding season, they, they do weird stuff. Like they'll like pin each other down and nibble on their fur and stuff like that. So he had a whole bunch of like nibble marks all he, over his fur.
0: He had a bunch of bed head going on. Yeah, basically. <laughs> kind of like, like your head looks like kinda, right
1: now. Kind of pulled out, kind of like a bunch of hair pulled out, basically. So not not mangy or anything. He was he was a healthy dog. He was, yeah. in fact. He was good size. That's the second heaviest coyote I've ever killed. I mean, really? He was big. He was he was 50 pounds, and that's big for a coyote. Yeah. You know. He was uh, a big boy. I could barely pick him up with one hand.
0: He'd been eating good, definitely. Yeah. Um, so get him, throw him in the back of the truck. And, uh, it's resume our pig hunting, resume, resume, Resu- or, uh, continue, continue, um, our hunt for the pig. And, uh, so he's na- navigating around Zane knows the property pretty good. So he's helping, um, rich with, with getting and navigating over mm-hmm. and we're taking a, an angle, uh, this weird angle, cause we have to go around the house. Right. Obviously uh, he's got a big old house and,
1: uh, <laughs> You hear Gilly crying in the background. Hey, buddy. Hey, Gillian.
0: You want to be on? You want to say hey there to the leadheads? Oh, you
1: going to run away. Say hi, heads. <laughs> got dogs everywhere. I got dogs on my shoulder. I got dogs
0: on my <laughs> feet.
1: Gilly <laughs> just got her bone. Hang on. <laughs> Did she really? Ripley, you suck. You hey, got to start your bone. Get your
0: bone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he said,
0: oh. He's like, come on, man. He
1: said, oh, man.
0: I don't ever get a bone. Poor <laughs> Gilly. You come over here with me, buddy. Come worry about me. All right. So we get to the area where we think you saw the pig, yep. and we start scanning. And then it's like, are those cows over there? You're like, no, those are pigs. Big pigs. Lots of big pigs. Uh, there was probably fifty. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was hard to tell. But I mean, there was at least fifty. There might have been more. Yeah. So uh, talk about our approach on our first. Squadron of pigs
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the pigs uh, The first group of pigs were up on like a hill crest uh, And we were coming up the hill And we had pretty good wind Um, So the idea Was to get as close as we possibly could Obviously uh, without spooking them And uh, The problem is If we would have gone the direction that we needed to To cut off their escape route Then we would have uh, put them downwind of us And they would have winded us and, and got spooked So we started getting up behind them a little bit. We got within, uh, I think it was eighty-eight yards, is what I ranged it at, and uh, they started getting pretty jumpy just from uh, probably the sound of us walking through the brush, and uh, you know they can see a little bit of light from our from our eyepieces and stuff, and uh, they uh, uh, one one half of the group kind of took off. And I'm distracted by these dogs attacking
2: you.
1: Uh, one half of the group kind of took off, and uh, we decided it was time to go ahead and start shooting. So, um, yeah, we didn't really get to
0: come up with a good game plan as to right. you know who was going to
1: shoot where, and there was a big pig. There was a pig. Easily five six hundred pounds. I never saw
0: him because I was looking there. at the ones all to the left. Yeah, because well, I was on the left. I was focusing on those
1: because we didn't get to talk about who was going to shoot what specific pig. Um, I assumed everybody was going to focus on this giant pig because everybody always wants to shoot the big pigs. Yeah, and so I just kind of picked another one. I just picked. I was like, well, if everybody's going to shoot that one, we needed to maximize our efficiency here. Right. And so I shot a different pig, and nobody ended up shooting the big pig, which was it <laughs> killed me because that was a giant
0: yeah, pig. It was. He stood what everybody says. I didn't see it, but what everybody says it from was his ginormous.
1: from his belly to the ground was two feet. I mean, he was wow. he looked like a cow walking around.
0: I wish so, I'd have seen that. Yeah. So we were in a single file line, and uh, I was at the far left, and then it was Nick, and then was it Kyle? I'm not sure. I don't know who then was on my right. I think Zane and Rich. Yeah maybe, and how that worked. but uh, So I'm uh, focusing on not the far left pig, but there's there's two that are clustered together um, on end to the right. So I'm focusing on those two. And uh, you do the countdown, boom, boom, and then everybody, I think somebody hit the remote. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Ripley turned the TV mm-hmm. on.
0: The TV just mysteriously came on. Um, so uh, I got two shots off before it, yeah, you know, they're they're gone. I'll
1: tell you what, you know, pigs are fast, but that group of pigs ran faster than any group of pigs I've ever shot at.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, they just they were gone.
1: They they covered like two hundred yards in ten seconds. Yeah. They were they were gone. So they were already out of out of my range and right. out of sight.
0: But you guys got several shots off.
1: Yeah, I hit, uh, you know, whenever we're shooting at these pigs and they're running, you can hear the impact. Uh, you can hear it, man. I mean, it's, it's it, like. It sounds like you're hitting. Uh, hitting a
0: punching bag. You know. Yeah,
1: or it, <laughs> it, it it sounds like you're thumping something almost. It sounds like you're, uh, I'm trying to think of what. It, it sounds like you're tapping. The thud. It's a big yeah.
0: distinctive thud. <laughs> Maybe like you're shooting into a big pile of mud.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, it 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 almost sounds like you're thumping something hollow. I mean, because you are, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah. In it, reality, it uh, or like after you've eaten Thanksgiving dinner, if you if you, you pat your if stomach. you if you thump your stomach, you know, real good, it kind of has a. a s-
0: boop. See if I can.
1: If I can do my. F- okay, that I sound. <laughs> no, that sound times a hundred. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So you can hear when you hit them. Uh, even though they don't react, really, because they're so strong and so big and they have so much fat on them that if you don't really hit them in the head or the spine, then they don't react much to it. Um, they'll no, b- they just
0: keep running, and, and you guys were getting multiple hits on them, and yep. they were just going. Some of them would fall down, they'd pop back up yeah. and just keep on going. So
1: on the, out of that group, I heard uh, four or five that I hit um, that sounded like pretty solid hits. Yeah. and Dog, dog looking the mic.
0: after uh, uh, After all the smoke cleared, we go up, and there's – one pig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one big, one, one pig dead. Uh, multiple one, hit.
0: Multiple hit. I mean, there's no doubt people were hitting the
1: pigs. Uh, and now, however, caveat when we circle back around about six hours later, there was another dead pig that we found. Yeah. Did we find two in the same spot?
0: I think we found two that yeah. were part of that. Yeah. I mean, they had wandered off and right uh, died. One of them was just, was still, we'll, we'll talk about that when we yeah. go up on him. Um, so our first, uh, Clutch or what is it called? A squadron. Sounder. Sounder. <laughs> Clutch. <laughs> Sounder of pigs. Uh, we come away with one. A little lackluster, but everybody's jazzed up. And uh, I was pissed. No, you're a little pissed, but I mean, that's part of being jazzed up. Well, was I, w- like, oh. I, w-
1: I wasn't necessarily pissed that we only had one pig that we found that we recovered, but I was pissed that nobody shot at the big pig. <laughs> right. Because if I didn't know nobody was going to shoot at him, i just killed him.
0: And yeah. we never saw him the rest of the night, so right. um, he's there. So we can yeah. always go back and, and yeah. get his big butt, so you yeah. know where he's at. Um, yeah, so uh, we go, we recover him, and then we're like, all right, you know, what next? So we go around, we just start scanning. Mm-hmm. And... It wasn't too much longer after that 20 minutes maybe. Yeah, 20 minutes maybe we come across the second one. <laughs> second sounder. and uh, it's as big or bigger than the last one. I mean there's
1: Yeah, no I don't think it was. No, bit uh, smaller. Dude, that first group of pigs was so big you couldn't hardly tell them apart from each other. It looked like a herd of cattle.
0: So we were coming up they were they were more uphill from us. The the, the first one? one? Yeah.
1: And then the second
0: one they were down at the bottom. They were down in the bottom. So we had a different angle that we were shooting. So the uh, second one, we actually, everybody's a little calmer.
1: We're like, all right, kind of do Marty, what we screwed up on Marty, the first I don't know, one. Marty, I don't know if you know this, but uh, everybody was pretty calm. <laughs> you might have been a little I don't know. <laughs> on that
0: first one, everybody was everybody was kind of hurrying, you know. Well, yeah, because they were,
1: I mean, they're they're moving, right. you
0: know. You right. <laughs> well, they, they weren't moving until we got everybody in place, and then they started going.
1: Yeah, no. This time
0: we actually got, we were actually to get in place a little bit better and talk and communicate before they actually started doing anything.
1: Yeah. And we had the wind again. We had good wind.
0: Yeah. So we were able to come around back of them and uh, get get good positions and then let them have it. Yeah. Open them up. And this one fared better. Dog attack. How many, how many did we get on this one? Uh, that actually I th- dropped. I think we had eight on the ground. Was there eight? Yeah. From that one? Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, that one, actually, I mean, it was it was a lot better. So, we
1: communicated, and um, was this the
0: one where we left Kyle down? In yeah, the truck? so
1: we pulled in uh, and, and stopped on a little hillside, and Zane uh, is pretty familiar with the layout of that property, so he figured they were probably going to run towards where the truck was. So, we left Kyle at the truck, <laughs> went over the hilltop, and uh, then we jumped the pigs, and then um Kyle had an experience of all of his own. <laughs>
0: right. He got he got a shot the whole freaking uh, pack of them cuz they were all running towards him. Right. And but he decides just to fire focus on one pig and shoot him like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So uh don't know what was going through his head on that one, but um he got one. <laughs> <laughs> he got one. <laughs> he got one. Uh so we, you know, we go and assess the uh The carnage from that one and the eight, like you said, walk away with eight
1: and And we couldn't get multiple hits on. And they were so fat that we couldn't even gather them all up. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, we tried to drive around and put them in a pile, but we're like, screw this.
1: Gilly is standing here, pointed at you, crying. I'm sure you can hear it, and his butthole is flexing every time he cries. (laughs) (laughs) What's that mean?
0: What's that mean? He's put
1: all maximum effort into it. (laughs)
0: Maximum effort. Come. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. He wants that bones. is what he, he wants. He does what that bone. Do
1: you not give him bones? Oh, uh, yeah. They get them every once in a while. But Ripley needs it just to keep from being psycho, and they just kind of get him every once in a while.
0: I mean, you can't give one a bone without getting them all a bone.
1: Oh, you can. Come on, man. <laughs> that ain't right. They eat them at different rates. That ain't right. Takes her a day to eat a bone. Quentin eats one in 10 seconds. <laughs> Gilly takes, eats one in about two he, hours. He gums one to death.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, that that we
0: fared better on that one, obviously. And uh, so we just pick up and we do it again for the rest of the night, and we come across a couple more. Uh, I guess the third one while you guys were were thinking what we we're going to do with these pigs,
1: we uh, were piling pigs up while y'all uh, went search. to go get another pig, and instead started chasing other pigs.
0: <laughs> right. So, Dick, it was uh, Kyle and Rich and me uh, were going to look for some that we thought were hit further down, and uh, as we were approaching those, we saw another sounder of pigs. Across a fence, and uh, we were like, same property, just across the same property. But I mean, it was, it was like, I don't know, thousand yards or more Mm -hmm. uh, away from where we were. And uh, so we made a command decision not to go back and get (laughs) get Nick and Zane. So it was Rich and me and Kyle. And uh, we're, I mean, we actually debated there for a while whether we should go back and get you or not. It actually occurred. You can, you can listen to your digital recording. <laughs> okay. It, it did happen. Um, but they're like, no, 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 they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone. We need to go. So um, we run up to the fence and line up. <coughs> so we unload on them. And did you hear us shooting at all? No. You couldn't hear us? You're it? shooting with suppressors, man. I couldn't, we couldn't hear that. Right. I didn't think so. And we had our backs to you, too. So we're shooting the op- opposite yeah. direction. Um, and uh, we, I think we hit three out of that. And uh, it was some action because they were running, not only were they, they were running all directions on this. They didn't all oh, just yeah. go one direction. Yeah, that's they, always more fun. They were all running in, in uh, multiple directions, so they were confused, so that helped. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got multiple shots off, had multiple hits, but again, um, three of them actually fell. So uh, we went back to get you guys because we didn't realize how long it
1: had been. 40 minutes later. <laughs> was it 40 minutes 40 minutes later it didn't feel like it was that long and i looked at the text message and it was 40 minutes later was it really oh my
0: gosh sorry about that um but uh, you guys had time to to get to know each other a little better <laughs> come up with some plans and <laughs> whatever
1: we, we kind of just stood
0: there and went where the hell are they at where the, the hell, whole time what are they doing yeah it was a good night that was the next one and then we recovered you guys and then we went and sporadically, i mean there weren't like did we come across one more big one? And one
1: then we more big a- pig or one more big group? One more big group. I don't know. It was kind of like we had broken up the, the band and uh, everything. They were scattered they were just out. doing their own thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. wandering so around.
0: As we were going and looking for, you know, trying to find some that may have you know, ran off and died, we ran, ran into probably three or four more just yeah. random ones. Just roaming about. Roaming about. And then on our final, as we were going back and uh, we're trying to get Facebook Live uh, feeds and stuff throughout the night and pictures, and Nick is doing some clips for his Beastmaster channel. We're on the way back to that second group where we had the most kills. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were going to go there and uh, get some backstrap for for Rich. He was having Mm -hmm. a a church cookout. So on our way back to that, we run across one that we think's dead.
1: Yeah, we... So we – It's a pretty big one. Out of the second group of pigs, this pig, we, we he was shot, and he ran about 800 yards out. And then we see him through the thermal, and he looks dead. He's laying flat on his side. And uh, we couldn't figure out how to get to him. So uh, we ended up just leaving him. And then we ended up find, figuring out how to get to him. So we we're going to go over there and – Found an open gate, yeah. See where he was hit, take a picture, and he stood back, he stood back up.
0: I mean, he didn't – he popped up. Yeah. He freaking popped up. Well, I mean he he moved a little bit when we first pulled up. I was like, He's still alive. You are know, like, No, nah, it's just his nerves. It was like, and then everybody gets out, starts approaching. I think Kyle approached him and then he jumped up and takes yeah. off running. He
1: jumped up and snorted and Yeah. Yeah.
0: It started off in a little snow a slow trot, but he started getting faster and faster. Everybody's like, Shoot him, who's gonna shoot him, who's yeah. gonna
1: shoot
2: him?
0: And I got uh I got shot off on I think you got the first shot, you slowed him down.
1: Mm. But Well Kyle was talking about how he's gonna run up and knife him. <laughs> Like, i did i was gonna
0: leave that out you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna knife
1: 300 pound pig right and uh well he got okay so back up he, one of the pigs that we found roaming about solo we snuck up on him and he was facing right at us when we came over this hilltop and he took off and uh, we took the shot that we had and ended up hitting him uh we think probably in about mid spine um so it took him down and Kyle starts running up there, and we're like, what are you doing? And so I, I ended up shooting that pig again in the head because, you know, we don't want to just leave that pig laying there spined. Right. And uh, Put him out of his misery. So Kyle's pissed off at me because he says, I was going up there to knife this thing. And that's a, a if you don't know, if you're not familiar, um, hunting pigs with a knife is a, a traditional way of hunting them. So you get dogs, and you run the dogs on them, the dogs pin them, and then pin you them, go man. in and you knife them. Yeah. So it's pretty popular. I'm not a fan just because, you know, I like shooting stuff. Anyway, so Kyle's mad because he wanted to knife this pig. <laughs> and it, that was a big pig, too. That was a 300-pounder, probably 250 pounds. Yeah, it was a big one. And uh, so this next pig that, that that we were just talking about is running away from us. Again, same shot. And I took a shot. And it it, it tends to have the same result when they're facing directly away from you. you. either break their hip or it breaks their spine. And he went down the same way. And uh, so we all kind of look at Kyle and we're like... Uh, are we gonna shoot him or are you gonna go, go stab? Gonna, him? You gonna go knife yeah. him and he's like, oh, well, my knife's under like six layers of clothes. <laughs> <And I was laughs> She's like, what? come on, man! <laughs> what? So you're basically telling me you're full of shit on the last pig. <laughs> so then you went ahead and put the uh, the headshot in this one,
0: right? So put him down and uh, added to our collection. So overall, we ended up with what sixteen down,
1: sixteen on the ground, and we're guesstimating about twenty five hit.
0: Yeah. And there's, you know, they probably crawled off and died somewhere.
1: Well, and we've talked about it before. You can hit these pigs in the vitals, and they can run a mile. Yeah. So it's not that uh, we're inhumane by not finding them; it's that you can't find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So uh, it was a good night. I mean, needless to say. And then there were a couple of coons uh, in between that were that were taken out. Yeah. So uh, it was a good hunt. I mean, this was my first experience with um, with predator hunting, of any kind. Varmint hunting. Vermin. Yeah, Pig,
1: we, well, we, if we can include pigs, pigs are varmints, yeah, yeah.
0: and then the uh, the coyotes are predators and right. the bobcats and uh, the foxes. We didn't see any fox.
1: Not last night, no.
0: No fox at all last night. There's
1: not. Uh, I've only ever seen one. In fact, Zane's only ever seen one fox on his property.
0: Really? Yeah. So there's not a lot of them up
1: that no. up that area.
0: Wonder what the I guess the food source maybe.
1: Um, there's a lot of coyotes. Uh-huh. You know, and and now gray fox can usually. Co cohabitate coexist exist with uh gray fox because or with uh coyotes because gray fox can climb trees so they can get away right but when there is just a ton of coyotes um it it you know they puts a hurt fox put, population yeah, out. puts a herd on the rest of the ecosystem
0: right well very cool man um so any final thoughts on our our hunt
1: i don't know man Should you can wrap came, this up you came on a good night that uh that pig night was uh abnormally good. Yeah, there's no doubt it made up for the the previous night. Well, the previous night was all right. It was it was good for it's you. It's different different. It was good for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to start hitting stuff. <laughs> right? I need to I need to zero my stuff in a little bit better I, and know my distances. In
1: fact, I recall uh last night there was one of the close to the last pigs was running uh he was one of those solo pigs, took off running about 120 yards and uh uh, I busted out a sweet headshot on him on the run, and uh, the follow up comment was, "If y'all need shooting lessons, I'm available." Yeah, so. yeah, we heard that.
0: <laughs> all right, so I didn't mention this. So on that um, that one, so my batteries died on that second one, um, and when right. we were going for the for the recovery, my uh, batteries died on my thermal. So we were going to go back to the truck, and everybody's going to like get more ammo and all this stuff. So uh, that was when uh, Rich. And Kyle and I went to that other thing without you guys. Right. And uh, I was like, well, I can't use my rifle. So I grabbed yours because it was in the truck. Jerk. And uh, I hit two on the run that were at least like, you know, they're they're over 100 yards out. And uh, headshots on those, yeah. You know, with your rifle. Yeah. So it's not me.
1: Didn't turn on. Didn't turn on the uh, DVR. Did, I didn't.
0: I didn't record it. I didn't know that. That so that actually <laughs> records by itself. You yeah. don't have. There's not like an attachment that goes on it that, that records well, the stuff.
1: No, there is an attachment. It's uh, it's on the stock of the rifle. You just hit flip the switch.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. If I'd have known that, I would have recorded
1: it. Well, you know, if I'd have been there, I'd have recorded it. Right, but then <laughs> I wouldn't have got those shots. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't have got those kills. So. But it shot great, man. I mean, your rifle is so finely tuned in that... I spend a lot of time on them. It almost shoots itself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be suicide. Rifle suicide.
0: Well, that's that myth that, you know, rifles commit murder. Yeah. They're an inanimate object. Yeah. I don't want to add fuel to that fire. But great hunt, man. Thank you so much again for inviting me up. And uh, thanks to Gorilla Ammo.
1: Yeah, they sent us ammo for the entire hunt. They did. And uh, it ran great. Yeah, so we got Kyle at Guns Plus uh, was on the hunt, and he provided some gunsmithing for us prior to the hunt. Yeah. And then uh, we stopped by Stevens Taxidermy and Hunter Creek Processing to drop off a, the bobcat. Uh, that's
0: where we uh, – if you guys saw our Instagram pictures of the big pig hanging up, the big pig ass. 700-pounder. That's a 700-pounder. Of course, we didn't kill that. When that was, that was there, somebody else had that there. It was at he, the processor. Did he say that somebody – Hunted that, or is yep. that some that somebody just raised? No, it was a, that, that, was, that was a wild pig. That was a wild one. Okay, because I had a couple of comments, questions asking about that. Yeah, yeah. So that was actual. She teasing them, <laughs> yeah. tormenting them, little Ripley. Uh, thanks to all the uh, talking lead sponsors: Nordic Components, Cobalt Kinetics, Frontier Tactical, Modern Spartan Systems, X Steel Targets, Glock, and uh, our buddies over at Keltec. And uh, I wanted to to try my unique AR handguard during this trip, but uh, it didn't arrive in time. But I got a notification that it arrived. So I'll be having pictures of the uh, custom made talking lead unique AR handguard. It's going to look awesome. Hopefully,
1: we'll get one for Beastmaster, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a good one, too. Uh, But speaking of Beastmaster, make sure you guys go to Beastmaster's YouTube channel. Yep. And uh, they're on Instagram or on Facebook. And uh, if you guys ever need any varmint or predator eradication,
1: call me. Call him. Beastmasterhunting.com.
0: And uh, specifically, Texas. Uh, you probably will travel, won't you, if the price is right?
1: Uh, well, you know, we don't charge people to come out and, uh, and help thin the population because, uh, you know, I, I make, uh, I, I build content out of it. So yeah. that, that's what drives us, you know. There you go, is the content. And uh, we're actually going to do Kentucky soon. Um, there's cool. a special coyote season in Kentucky where you're you are allowed to use thermals, but you have to use shotguns. So it's going to be kind thermal of cool. shotgun Yeah, that'll we're going to mount sweet. we're going to mount thermals on shotguns. It's going to be neat.
0: That'll be sweet, and that's up there uh, at our buddies in uh, Park City.
1: Yep, Nick and Nate Noble yep. um, at Rock Castle. Castle.
0: Yeah, so I'll, old Lefty may be up there for that one if we could work it out. Yep, that's just an hour and a half away, so that'll work out good. Nick, buddy, again, thank you so much. Now, do you have any um, competitions coming up? competition season now
1: It's starting Uh, So the first week in March I'll be be at College Station, Texas For the uh, Three-Gun Nation match And then uh, the following week I'll be back on my home turf At Copperhead Creek Shooting Club uh, For Starlight I think two weeks after that Back at Copperhead For uh, uh, the Texas Championship And then uh, April Multi-Gun Nationals And I think I've got a couple months off after that
0: There you go we need to get together during those couple months and uh, maybe do a hunt. Yes, really awesome. Uh, so you're separ- You got a separate um, professional page for your your three gun.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So uh, Instagram is three gun pro Nick Atkinson. Facebook is Nick Atkinson pro shooter. I'm sure we've plugged it plenty of times, but uh, the Beastmaster is Beastmaster Hunting on Facebook, beastmasterhunting.com, which is coming soon. Beastmaster Hunt. On Twitter, okay, and then Instagram is Beastmaster Honey on Instagram.
0: All right, guys, uh, make sure you uh, check out all our sponsors as well that uh, help make this show possible, and uh, let them know your Leadheads. And uh, if they are, if they've got merchandise, you can try and use the uh, Leadhead discount code it's not active, let me know, and I'll see if I can't get them to, uh, to reactivate. Well, speaking
1: here. of merchandise, yeah. we got the Beastmaster shirts. In I was getting suite. ready to say, yeah. and yeah.
0: 1776 United, who does the Sweet Talking Lead t-shirts, uh, is now producing the Beastmaster Hunting t-shirts, which are second best to the Talking Lead.
1: They're just a cooler version. <laughs> they're, they're, a, they're a edgier version. Um, Edgy. They'll, they'll be available uh, once the website launches at uh, beastmasterhunting.com and uh, you'll see me rocking it. I got one. So I beat y'all to the punch. <laughs> First ever. And as always, lead heads. keep your loved ones close and your Ripleys closer.
0: <laughs> Ripleys and how about?
1: How about, and your pig stickers closer. Your
0: pig stickers. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> Bring it out of your layered clothes, man.
1: Very yeah. good. Cool. Gonna incorporate some of these sound effects. That sounded like wind. I did.
0: (laughs) We could do our own little uh, Sunday morning uh, skit show.
1: (laughs) Sitting there staring across the prairie. The wind was whipping, the horses were coming. 3 a.m. in the morning. They're out
0: looking for predators. There's a crazy wild bobcat out there that they gotta take out. He's been killing he's been killing Farmer Bob's livestock.
1: God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You you can tell the story and I'll just make the sound (laughs) effects in the background. (laughs) God damn it, Bill. God damn it. God damn it, Bobby. All
0: right. You ready? I'm ready. As always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close.
1: Man, I don't remember what I'm supposed to say.
0: You're supposed to say something along the lines. Get your guns closer, or something and keep like your that. keep your firearms closer. But you're going to put some kind of little cool. Yeah, hang on, I got to cool come little, up with it. A little something, something twist.
1: All right, do it again. And as always, lead heads. I didn't say that good.